Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Tuesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 is the number to call this afternoon here on this windy Tuesday, and uh, Roku TV, if you want to watch Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, then we can catch us on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, our apps, rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. We are literally 171 hours away from polls being closed. I want to urge each and every you, every one of you right now to go ahead and go punch it up directly on your phone. Go to fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. Watch the debates. Inform other people. It is go time. That's what we're doing for the next seven days. Uh, you should know that uh, we are going to be paying attention to what's happening in the city race, the mayor's race. Uh, obviously, I'm in it. I am at the very top of the ballot, and uh, your city is absolutely at this point in crisis. We'll continue to talk about that between now and next Tuesday. We'll be playing all of the debates next Monday in their entirety uh, once again. Uh, for those of you who are saying that I should not be, be be playing the debates, it's the best thing that I can do to actually offer equal time or sort of give complimentary time. So. It gives all the candidates a chance to go ahead and get their information out. Uh, I got to tell you, for the ethics complaints that come against me, uh, they are afforded equal time, but they're not afforded the ability to complain and have the opportunity to come here on the air at the same time. So uh, this is a critical, critical race in the history of our state and the history uh, of the city, no doubt, uh, with uh, more than, what is it, 321 days, uh, 300 and, was it 16 years, I think? 316, I think, is where we're at right now. 1706, I think, is where we're at. Uh, so, anyway, Dowd Muska here in the Kiva, hour number one. We're going to kick it off with some bad news. <clears throat> and also Murder Mike has uh, jumped in as well, asked him to come in, because uh, upon all of this, we have hit 100 homicides here in the city of Albuquerque. Murder Mike, are you there? I, uh, yes, sir, I sure am. Okay, so we're going to uh, get uh, right down to it, and I'm going to put you on hold. We'll bring you in for all of the uh, details on everything, but we're going to start from the very, very top, okay? We have hit triple digits, plus one. Murder Mike will have the details on that. I'm going to focus on this. It was impossible for me to sleep last night. I'm currently on three hours of sleep, uh, only because I think that when I watch something happen in our city, and our city literally filmed, it filmed its 100th homicide. I feel like that is God speaking to this city and telling us, pay attention. We are the second worst year over year in terms of percentage growth in homicides. Only Portland, Oregon, look it up, is worse than the city of Albuquerque, folks. That distinction is terrible. And worse off, one week ago, tonight, 160... 170 hours ago, right? We're looking 170 hours into the future to go ahead and close the polls. 170 hours ago, we were sitting in front of KOB Channel 4 in Broadcast Plaza where Channel 4 and Channel 13 were. And in addition to that, you're also right next to ACLU 
as well as three blocks away from the mayor's house, Mayor Tim Keller, from the 100th homicide here in our city. Tim Keller and the local media that's covered for him absolutely had their bell rung last night as Albuquerque passed the ominous triple-digit centennial for homicides in the city. The irony that the 100th murder on the streets of Albuquerque occurred Again, just three blocks away from Mayor Tim Keller's house and one block from the American Civil Liberties uh, Union, KOB Channel 4, and KRQE 13 should not be lost on any of you. This is an unbelievable report last night from Testamentus. And good on them, and I just met Dennis Quintana, who is the photographer uh, who was there on the scene. He was actually, he came to... um, our station uh, five years ago, four years ago in all of this. We're going to kick it off right here. You're going to get about five minutes. I hope they have not taken it down. Uh, I have yet to record it. And I want you all to take a listen uh, to the cries of a woman, his girlfriend, as she is sitting there tending the 911 call that did not come fast enough to save the life of this man who has now passed away and has now been identified as Elijah Vallejos, who was shot and killed, notably, on 13th Street and Lead Avenue. Uh, They have now taken down the video, by the way. Uh, The video no longer available. I did not capture all five minutes. I think it was easily probably the most uh, notable uh, thing Uh, to watch. I'm not surprised uh, that they did take it down, uh, to be quite honest. Um, It was extensive. It was good. Uh, Dowd, see if you can go ahead and uh, locate that. We're going to give the uh, information uh, here as much as we can uh, from the uh, new report, which is now only one minute, one minute uh, instead of the five and a half minutes that they spent on it last night, which I thought was great stuff uh, by KOB Channel 4. It was courageous reporting right there, and especially the words of Dennis Quintana and the things that he said. Police are investigating a homicide near 13th and Lead. This happened around 7 o'clock last night, and police say one man was shot and killed. Our reporter Julie Frendak and her photographer Dennis Quintana were actually on their way back to the station when they drove up on that scene. Just minutes after the shooting, it was even before first responders had been called. And several neighbors standing near that scene say they called 911, including our reporter Julie, and some were on hold for minutes. The victim was taken to UNM Hospital, but he died shortly after arriving. Now, this video doesn't show everything that our crew saw on that scene. But last night on the night beat, Tessa Mentis asked Dennis, the photographer, about being there. And he summed up perfectly one of the biggest issues in our city, which is our crime crisis. I was torn on, should I be shooting this? Yeah. Should I be helping? I felt really torn on what I should do. Uh, you know, I was never been in that situation. And basically, I just told myself, well, this is your opportunity to show what a problem the crime and the shootings have become. And also, we do want to note that the video we did grab last night was pretty gruesome. So that's why we're not showing it this morning on morning television. Um, but you can watch the story online. At this time, police don't have any suspects yet. They say they are working on interviewing potential witnesses. Yeah, I'll see if you can find the uh, remaining. I'm looking. I'm looking, and I, I'm not finding. <laughs> wow. You'll be able to find it. Uh, 
We did post the uh, snapshot from the video that they had last night, and I'm quite sure that that is the main reason why they took it all down. But it needs to be in your face. A girlfriend lost her boyfriend on the streets about 7 p.m. on a street that I traverse every single day when I head to the bank. He took two shots in the chest, or two in the stomach, one in the chest, and I believe one on one of his extremities, I think his left arm. And he was conscious, aware, and he was attempting to talk just minutes, like maybe maybe seconds if you had to watch this. Now, also, KRQE is right around the corner, stating one person dead after shooting the Southwest Albuquerque Monday night. ABD says they responded to a call of a male being shot around 7 in the area of 13th and lead. Uh, I keep pounding on the 13th and lead. Unlucky number and, yeah, lead. ABD says the man was taken to the hospital where he died from his injuries. APD said they have no one in custody. Witnesses on the scene told the police car drove by. A, they told the police that a car drove by and someone inside started shooting. Elijah Vallejos, Kiwi News 13, will provide any news updates as soon as they become available. So now let's check in with Murder Mike and see what other details that he may have had uh, from last night's shooting. And we are not at 100. We are now, as of today, 101. Go ahead, Murder Mike. 101, including the homicide at MDC, but we're going to start with the shooting that occurred last night near Broadcast Plaza. And as you mentioned, the KOB news crew was just minutes away when this occurred on the way to their station. Uh, as a first responder, I've been to scenes like that, so I know what it's like to be on the other side of the camera working on a patient. And uh, so it's, it's sometimes it's not the most happy scene. But at 7 o'clock, a drive-by shooting occurred at 13th and Lead. That's just right around the corner from uh, 14th and Cole, where Broadcast Plaza is. The victim, Elijah Vallejo, sustained multiple gunshot wounds to the upper thoracic quadrant. Multiple witnesses called 911, and minutes later, APD and EMS arrived on the scene and the victim was transported to UNMH, where he later died. He was conscious and alert in the ambulance. He just crashed on the way to the uh, emergency room. Uh, details are sketchy at this time, and the investigation is ongoing. Again, all he, saw, all he saw was a car drive by, open fire, and leave. It was so quick, nobody knew what had happened until the perpetrators were gone. So that's what we know right now as far as the, uh, the shooting uh, downtown. Now, there was a, another homicide. Mike, we'll get to that. To, uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a okay. moment, okay? Because uh, that took place in a confined space uh, inside uh, the uh, Metro Detention Center, and uh, we'll talk about that in a second, okay? As you just heard from Murder Mike, this sounds just like every other homicide that we have had this year. Media is silent. Details are sketchy. We have no information coming from the Albuquerque Police Department. This is a couple of blocks away. There is no, I don't know, news conference, if you will, that we've got at this point, even though it's just three blocks away, and I think that's one of the reasons why they're not doing it. No suspects arrested. Police have no leads. It'll be next to impossible at this point, to get any more information than what we have. Now, you recall the last time that we had something in that area or in the downtown area was over on Old Town, and that would be uh, Central and Rio Grande. 
right across the street from a cafe where a 50-year-old man with his grandson, seven-year-old grandson, was shot to death on the streets. And all we have is a report of a truck, but at this point, we have nobody in custody. Mayor Tim Keller and Sheriff Manny Gonzalez are now responsible, both responsible for the highest homicide rate on record officially in the history of our city. We, we, we set that record back in August, folks, just when I got into the race. But by the end of the year, we could be at 115, 120. People need to understand that both Tim Keller, Democrat Tim Keller, and Democrat Sheriff Manny Gonzalez are both responsible for local crime. The blame game's got to stop between the two of them with each other. They're both responsible. These two people have no idea what to do about it, even if it's just blocks away from their house. I talked earlier this afternoon to Joe Monahan, who did a quick interview with me on polling. said, Joe, I believe that that's just a couple of blocks, two, three blocks from where you live. <clears throat> all he could say, it's bad, man. It is bad. It's bad for all of us. We're on pace to surpass 115, 120 murders here in 2021. Compare that to the 139 murders in Phoenix, a population three times that of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And that was back in 2019 for Phoenix. We don't have enough officers on the street to stop the crime epidemic that is absolutely devastating and destroying us. And it's not just lives being taken. It's hurting everything. Tourism, business, our citizens can't even drive through a nice sort of quasi-upscale neighborhood in the country club area because you could get shot walking out at 7 p.m. at night just around the corner from Broadcast Plaza. People don't want to take their families out on the town. They saw something on the news. They don't want to visit a certain neighborhood. They don't want to go to a certain grocery store. They don't want to be in that particular place. This morning, I had breakfast at the Subway on Gibson, a 12-inch flatbread cheese and egg, lots of onions, lots of pepperoncinis, and lots of green chili. And I went there as they completely fresh-coated all of that with booths and Trying to do what I can. Not one other person walked in there the entire time that I was there. This is what crime does. It kills off things when we let it go. When we have to go and show up and support these people, their neighborhoods, the city, the businesses, the schools. It was a stick about a gas station. There's gunfights downtown that were never reported. The Hotel Blue morning at a smoke shop in BCSO covered area didn't even make the news right next to another subway and across the street from our lady nativity at the smoke shop. There's 20 BCSO officers pointing guns directly at the smoke shop. Where is that report? Where is that information? We need a well-staffed police force, ladies and gentlemen. There is money available. I just got 
interviewed by a guy who's trying to do a hit piece on what I'm trying to do to refund the police, to make sure that we have enough police officers, to make sure that they're properly sourced and resourced and staffed all the way through. Your APOA did not give an endorsement to Sheriff Mandy Gonzalez because they don't trust him. And neither did they give an endorsement from the Albuquerque Fire Departments because they don't trust them. They need leadership, direction, vision, and they need to get the information out on what the reality is out on the street. Our city is helpless at this point with our current leadership. There's no law and order on the streets. We have continued unnecessary violence that's taking place everywhere on a peaceful, brisk downtown fall evening. A man, Elijah Vallejos, gets out to go take a walk and is shot four times in the chest, less than 800 yards from the country club neighborhood where Mayor Tim Keller lives. Abject failure is all we can say about our leadership here in this city. But it didn't stop there. We went from 100 to 101 homicides. Murder Mike has that homicide, which took place at the Metropolitan Detention Center. Uh, that's correct, Eddie. And, uh, shortly after 6 o'clock at approximately 18, 15 hours, guards at MDC responded to a fight in progress in one of the cell blocks. The center was immediately placed in lockdown, and when guards arrived, they found Leon Casaquito, age 41, unconscious, unresponsive, with questionable life signs. His cellmate, Telia Louie, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, age 25, admitted to beating his cellmate to death because he kept touching his leg. Casaquito was pronounced dead at the scene, and Telia Telia Louie was rebooked out on open count of murder and remains in custody. So this all started because one cellmate was touching the other guy's leg and uh, he went off on him. He stated the fact that he, he beat the guy until he was tired. Not when the, the victim was not moving and conscious, but when the offender got tired. That's when he stopped beating him, it was when he tired out. So. It's it's insanity. It's, I, I I can't explain it. I you know, yeah, there's sure. um that's why he's at the MDC and glad that that took place. If it did have to take place for whatever reason, it took place not out in public, but it's even happening behind bars. Now we'll get to murder Mike again uh, in in a moment. And uh, doubt is uh, generally not uh, very afraid or scared and. You know, he's pretty good at protecting his domicile. Um, but this is the type of crime when you watch it and you see it visually and you see the victim agonizing in pain as he's breathing his last sighs of life. And it just hits you like nothing else. Yeah, you Eddie. Watch it, it, watch it, it impacts you more than, than you can say. Go ahead. Well, and, and also I think it's important to remember where this neighborhood is. Uh, I, you know, I'm known as uh, the, the rural guy who spends all the time in Corrales with dogs, but I lived in a few blocks from here at the Tingley Beach Apartments when I was in my early 20s. I came out to New Mexico to have an adventure and uh, find myself. I'm, I'm still looking for 
where the rest of me is. But uh, you're talking about the biopark there. Uh, it's not far from the rail yards. I mean, this is uh, it's not far from downtown. It's it's a nice neighborhood. Uh, I think some of the Breaking Bad, I think, or, or at least uh, Better Call Saul's rich lawyer brother, the, the house was filmed there. Um, and as Eddie said, uh, rather close to the mayor's. Uh, this is a, a neighborhood where you wouldn't expect this kind of stuff uh, and a neighborhood that the, the, the planners want to make this more gentrified, and I mean, that's generally the neighborhood, I guess. We have, don't have a final site for the stadium that we hope goes down to defeat next week, but um, I, I live not far from there. As uh, Murder Mike said, the broadcast uh, broadcast plazas there. Uh, a lot of people take their kids to the biopark. There's a lot of interesting things uh, in Tingley Beach right there, so uh, very, uh, very, very, very disturbing, and uh, it, 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 uh, it just, you think about the priorities of people in office I guess you could say Manny's made his whole campaign about crime. He doesn't have anything else where Keller never wants to talk about crime at all and wants to keep deflecting to my wonderful public health uh, uh, leadership and sustainable energy while the blood continues to flow in the streets of Albuquerque. It's uh, it's ugly out there, folks. Absolutely is. We're going to take a quick break. We'll bring it back more with uh, Murder Mike, uh, more on this. And then let's take your calls, okay? Questions, calls, comments, whatever you like on any of this, we need to focus. We are now have passed the mark 100, and you watch the 100th homicide happen right on film. Very disturbing. Back in three. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Well, it may be the devil, or it may be the law, but you're going to have to search somebody. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? 
software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Light. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. to go uh, before the end of the year. Uh, we have uh, met this mark, and uh, there we are. Other people try to say we're at 91 or 92. We've got every single one documented, and we know whether or not they have been solved or not been solved, and we've been tracking it uh, for uh, quite a little bit. We don't split it off on the that uh, two on the state police and the other uh, four that are at the airport. Those are all factored in uh, as well. So that's exactly where we're at. 
Uh, we've got Murder Mike as well as uh, D. Dowd Muska. Your calls and texts uh, directly 550-5500. Let's address some of those texts uh, right off the bat. Lots of them uh, coming in. Uh, Eddie, as mayor, are you going to help police from getting personally sued like other cities around the state? I believe officers are afraid of doing their job because of it. No doubt are they afraid of doing their job. We know that. No settlement policy, making sure that we dedicate our resources to supporting those police officers. I just got grilled by The Source, New Mexico. A brand new, I refer to it as a blog, and they wanted to know what I was going to go ahead and do to, to fund the police. And do I, do I want to contribute to a national database to go ahead and track the, uh, the officers' violence across the country? I'm like, uh, no, no, uh, no, and no. Okay. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let me express myself uh, maybe a little bit more clearly as far as the ACLU because uh, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez could not do that. Um, and he's... Mr. Sheriff Crime Fighter, uh, is he not? This you can find directly at ACLUNMVotes.org. It says, learn about where the Albuquerque mayoral candidates land on civil liberties issues. Yes, uh, I'll show you exactly where I land. I'm all about civil liberties, but on the right things, okay? I doubt you'll be very proud of me on how I handled the surveillance and the cameras and the red light cameras. Okay, okay. You'll love that stuff. States. Communities across the country address ways to create a safe. And remember, the biggest enemy of the police officers is the ACLU. There's no doubt about it. They're the ones who's pressing, raising money. They're doing everything they possibly can. They're bringing a lawsuit to someone's door as quickly and as fast as they can. Just as a welcoming city for all, the next Albuquerque mayor will have an opportunity to make a real impact on policing and the criminal legal system. Or will they? Will they? Depends upon if they want to fight back, like me, somebody who's fighting for the 505. I'm sick and tired of picking up the newspaper, watching the news, and seeing another innocent person slayed on our streets. The election for Albuquerque is on November 2nd. We'll help determine the city's direction on key issues on public safety and civil rights. How about public safety? How about let's just stop there? Right now, we've got a public safety crisis, not a civil rights crisis, okay? We don't need to legislate morality from the municipality. Sound like Jesse Jackson right there. <laughs> Did you just laugh, Murder Mike? I heard, I heard a chuckle. Legislate morality <laughs> from the municipality. Do you like that? We're about to legislate morality from the municipality. Well, I could. <laughs> that sounded good. I love I, it. I appreciate it. Right. To make an informed decision, see how the candidates responded to key civil liberties issues. From our questionnaire. Here we go. Uh, I just gave the murder count like 10 times. How many times have I said the murder count since the beginning of the broadcast? 100 and 101. Okay. Yesterday, 100 and 101 uh, happened. Okay. A little on edge here. Understand that. Okay. Focus. Supports increased funding for the Albuquerque Community Safety Department. An alternative. An alternative to the traditional police department whose responders are trained to handle certain public safety issues instead of armed police officers. Uh, Mayor Keller, what do you think he said? Oh, absolutely. With bells on and twice on Sunday, right? Eddie Aragon, no. Hell, uh, not only no, but hell no. Like we're going to get rid of that $7.5 million of that ridiculous department that you created, Mayor Keller. 
We're going to take the fight directly to you, and we are going to remove that department. Sheriff Manny Gonzalez? Uh, no response. I don't know. Well, I don't know. How, how are we polling? <laughs> Which way do we want to go? I mean, you would figure after 27 years in the sheriff's office, you'd be able to come up with some level of determination as to whether it's be able to, uh, you know, we want to go with, uh, you know, Coke or Coke light. I don't know. Like you would know whether or not your police officers can handle certain things. He's expressing right there that his police officers are not able to go ahead and handle the crime. I'm not sure. We might, we might do it. We'll look into it. Let's explore it. We'll fund a study. We'll do the analysis. Right. There we go. That's for my uh, political consultant to answer, Eddie. My, my yes. political consultant. I don't know why I had, that was my political consultant. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have to check with him, see what he says. Uh, by the way, uh, my uh, competitors are uh, certainly able to request uh, equal time here on this radio station. <clears throat> Commits to increasing transparency by requiring the Albuquerque Police Department to identify and track police officers with a history of misconduct, bias, and excessive use of force. Tim Keller's like, yes, please, let's, we got to track every single one. Our police officers are criminals, right? Eddie Aragon, no, hell no, heck no, no way, no how. I'm not going to be creating a database. If our police officers, we either... We hire them and keep them, or we fire them because we can't allow them to be a liability for our city police officers. But by the same token, we're going to stand behind them and making sure that they have all the resources. They don't have to dig into some weird fund that the APOA creates so we can fund their legal battle that will just go incessantly. And no, the city is their employer, and we will take responsibility for their training. We will take responsibility for their actions, and we will back them up. And we will fight every single attorney who brings any and all litigation to our front doorstep. That's the way it is. Uh, let's check out uh, <clears throat> Sheriff Manny Gonzalez on this. Will he commit to increasing transparency by requiring the Albuquerque Police Department to identify and track police officers with history of... Uh, no, well, no response. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. We'll look at it. We might do it. Probably. I don't know. Do it depends on the police officer. Do we want to throw that particular police officer under the bus? That one, yes. Absolutely. We're gonna track him and follow him around. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna kick him back in the teeth, you know, retaliation, whatever. Oh, but he's our friend. We hang out with him all the time. You know, we go to the bowl we go to the bowling alley on the weekends, hang out. Right? No, he's cool, bro. No, we're not gonna no transparent. We we've got his back. <clears throat> Supports Albuquerque immigrant-friendly resolution that prevents city resources from being used by agencies like Immigration and Customs Enforcement, also known as ICE, to identify, detain, and deport undocumented immigrants. Tim Keller, oh yeah, he's all over that one. He just cannot wait. All about immigrant-friendly. Eddie Aragon, right in the middle? No. Hell no. In fact, we are going to cooperate and send leads directly to the federales so we can prosecute these guys so that we don't have another Talamantes on the street, okay? And finally, Manny Gonzalez is like, oh, I, this is a safe safe area for me. I understand this question. I think this is the first one of the three that he didn't ask. Could you rewrite the question and send it to me, and I'll respond to it in three days?
That's where we are, folks. When I talk about crime prevention, if we don't take care of the crime fighters who are police officers and realize that we need to get to somewhere between 14 to 1500 within the next four years, meaning we don't lose a single police officer, that they know that we're there for them, we tell them, hug it out, love it, or leave it. We don't want, we're not going to let you leave it. I'm going to make it as impossible. You're going to try to pick up and leave? No way. You've served this long. You own your house. You're in a community. Come on. You love this place. How, how I mean, I'm going to go and visit with any police officer who tries to turn in their papers. I'll show up and say, what, why do you want to leave? What's wrong? You don't love the 505? Look, look, look at my 505 down. Look at this. Let me show you. 505, baby. Nice, nice. Right there, right there, right there. I like it. Okay, okay. 505, right? Right from the corazón, right? We're going to fight. Good sign to flash. That's right. (laughs) We're going to be flashing that sign. Fight. Put up your dukes for the 505, right? Put up your dukes for the Duke City. Fight for the 505. I'm going to say, that police officer said, you're not allowed to leave. I'm going to go have dinner with you and your family. I'm going to sit down, and I want you to explain to my kids why you want to leave in the place that they love. Explain If you can explain it to a six-year-old and a nine-year-old why you want to leave, and if they say it's okay, then I'll say, okay, we're not going to try and hunt you down and keep you here. We need every single one. Of, that's, that's real love. That's real love. That's what we're going to do. So I guess I got about, uh, what, 300, uh, 400 dinners, 500, 500 dinners with police officers, over the next four years at 365, 369, 12, six, carry the one. What are we looking at? We're looking at about 1,560 days, right? Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got 1,560 days, I think, uh, to go ahead and keep uh, those police officers. So I've got uh, twice a week, I've got to have a dinner, dinner with a police officer to let them know that, hey, I love you. We love you. We want you here. We care about you. Those are our crime fighters because three out of four of them want to pick up and leave. And they're the ones who know about their department. They're the ones who know how to fight back. They're the, no, they're the one, and they all have different answers from one perspective or another, whether it be in SWAT or canine or IA or, you know, you pick the department, okay? There's something that they're upset, and they have a solution. We're going to sit there and listen, and we're going to talk to the people who are right now in the command staff, and we're like, are you guys a little top-heavy over here? We're going to get rid of this force array. We're going to get rid of this uh, proportional response. We're going to get back to constitutional policing. We're going to go to the law. We're going to litigate. We're going to have our attorneys. They're going to defend those police officers. We're going to make sure that, hey, we're okay. It's okay to dip your toe in the water here. Okay. We'll talk to the DOJ about it. You need to respond. You need to save lives. You need to be there. We're not going to sit there and wait for the force array to go ahead and re-engage with the, with the crime that's currently in progress. Would the police have been able to do anything about that? Let's, let's ask that question for a moment. With the shooting at 13th and led last night, let's rewind tape, go back to less than 24 hours ago where Emilio Vallejos lost his life on 13th and led. Would the police officers been able to do anything about it? They're called into a situation. We know that a sergeant would have to respond. They'd have to align a force array. Then they'd have to go ahead and engage and then say, okay, we're ready to go in after setting up for 20 minutes. Meanwhile, the guy, the gangbanger, who's probably got several guns and smokes marijuana and is doing the whole drive-by, is probably already uh, stopping in at the drive-thru at the Pup and Taco. Do you see what's wrong 
There's not a 911 call that's fast enough to get there. There's not a setup that it would have taken 30 minutes to engage that. 30 minutes. 11 minutes uh, for the response after the call. Level one call. And then on top of that, we've got to go ahead and secure the scene, engage the conflict. The police are helpless. What what could they do? Oh, and meanwhile, the ACLU just across the street over there is like, well, okay, guys, let's play fair. That gangbanger had it hard while he was growing up. Don't you realize he never had a chance? We need to rehabilitate that criminal. He didn't know what he was doing when he shot Emilio Vallejos. Let's just play fair. And by the way, no militarization of guns. We're not going to go ahead and militarize our police force to respond to this. I know you lost a life and that's bad, but that's the cost of fairness. That's really what the ACLU is all about right there in a nutshell. That, that's, that's the conversation across the street that they're having about the victim. And probably the victim's family itself is probably misguided. It's just probably feeling like, yeah, you know what? We want what's good for the community. We know that people are hard and things are tough and we want, you know, all that. Like, after this, they're like, uh, hell no. Any one of us at any point could get shot. Please take care of this trash and throw it into MDC as quickly as possible. Detain for as long as possible. Prevent this from happening any longer in our community. Will somebody tell the mayor about this? They're like, Mayor Tim Keller, uh, three blocks down the street. Can you come over here, please? We just had another murder. You, you could have yelled that out, and and Tim would have heard it up there on uh, on uh, up there near the uh, the mouth of the uh, country club. We're here, folks. I believe about right on time in terms of my estimations. We saw this coming from long ago. We knew that this was coming at this time. I told people, I said, okay, just a slow burn. We let, uh, well, I don't want to say that name. <laughs> Heckle and Jekyll over here, who are running our city and fighting with each other and uh, trying to pull out stuff. Mom, he did that. No, he did that, Mom. If you guys don't shut up, my hand's going into the back of the car, and I'm not stopping. I'll let you out right here. That's what I feel like. Like I'm in the station wagon, the kids are in the back seat, and they're just battling it out. And I made them responsible for taking the, out the poop in the backyard, and they can't seem to figure out a way to get, find the shovel or take the poop, and they're blaming each other about it. I'm like, I'm going to have to go do it myself, and I'm going to get rid of the two of you because you're more focused on the problems of each other rather than the problems of the family. And we are a family here. That's why we're fighting for the 505. That's what we're doing. We're going to talk about these issues. We're going to get your input. We're going to figure out ways because there's lots of people with lots of answers who have lots of information and they're not being heard. Too much pride getting in the way, right? Machismo, if you will. And we're sitting here. It's like, hey, what's going on? We're just trying to fight for the 505. That's all we're trying to do. I want to be able to go to Dairy Queen. I want to get a DQ. I want to get a Dilly Bar. Want blizzard. To, blizzard. Want flip that blizzard and... Huh? <laughs> uh, 
Good stuff. I'm really sorry for the loss for the Vallejo's family, especially for the, the, the woman, the girlfriend, who is crying out over her boyfriend on the streets. My condolences to KOB Channel 4 uh, for having to go through that. It is a traumatic situation, no doubt. Uh, and if you think I'm joking about this, ask Dennis if he's going to be able to sleep. Ask uh, Julie, who was there on the reporter, if she's going to be able to sleep after watching this. It changes your life. Murder Mike, for umpteen years, was a first responder, paramedic. Mike, it never gets easier, and it's probably one of the things that you've seen a hundred time, times a, a soul leaving this earth. I'd like for you to talk about uh, PTSD and the people who had to watch that, as well as the rest of the community who had impacted as well last night. Uh, that, that's correct. I, uh, I did that for 25 years, and uh, you learn to build an emotional wall between you and your patient and or victim. That's the only way that you can successfully treat them uh, with emergency medical treatment. Uh, but it does. It, uh, you remember them. You remember the ones that code on you on the way to the hospital. You remember the ones that you're, you're doing CPR all the way in, and you still get a flat line. You remember the little kids that uh, are shot. You, you remember it all. And uh, PTSD, yeah, I think every uh, first responder everyone. has it in one way or another. Oh, they, they absolutely – everyone. And now – the news reporters that were there first on the scene prior to all happening, the neighbors who were there for as long as they live, that place will be the place where Emilio Vallejos lost his life. I guarantee you there'll be a cross there before tomorrow. I hope, so. I, hope, I hope so. I, I certainly hope so. We know that this is a spiritual battle uh, here and I think we need to get more of that stuff um, that's out there. I've already been to the site twice uh, once uh, last night and again uh, this afternoon. And I got to tell you, it is uh, something that I pass it every day on my way to Southwest Capitol when I go to visit uh, my banker, Lonnie Talbert, and I see, you know, all the things he's doing in this nice upscale area. And you make that right to go down that street uh, before you get to broadcast uh, plaza. I pass those apartments every single day. 550 500 okay. Murder Mike, uh, we'll check in with you on stats at the bottom of the hour at 530. Thanks for uh, calling in. Back after a quick break uh, right here in the Kiva. On AM 1600 KIVA and rockoftalk.com. Visit our website, fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. There's a gun and ammunition just inside the doorway. Use it only in emergency.
increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's the place I like.com. Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. Revelconm.com. 505-550-4994. 505-550-4994. Five five zero 
So here uh, on the stage, Dowd's been doing one heck of a job. I, I think you're related to Steve Bannon, uh, Dowd. Like he had your locks. Have you have you seen this guy? Like his hair is oh, no. pretty crazy. I mean, I know that our the members of our uh, our congressional delegation in New Mexico have been sending out press releases oh, lately, yeah. uh, touting that they voted uh, was it to hold him in contempt of Congress? I believe it is. They're very proud of themselves. Uh, the uh, recently passed Colin Powell once said about uh, birthday girl today. <laughs> Everything Hillary Rodham Clinton touches, she kind of screws up with hubris. <laughs> I love that I think, quote. I, I love the, it. I think that's every Democrat, isn't it? I think it's every Democrat eventually. But unfortunately, uh, maybe we're not smart enough to recognize or even know what the word hubris actually means. That uh, overconfident, nothing can happen to me. We'll talk about that to kick off uh, hour number two. And uh, don't forget, you can get directly everything at... Uh, rockoftalk.chat. Please subscribe to all that, folks. Uh, Dowd, a quick 20 seconds on uh, why it's the best thing out there and the only thing you need to read as far as the news sources every single day. Yeah, it's coming up on a year, folks. We're uh, we're out of beta as of a couple of weeks from now. We've done a year to open up this online presence, rockoftalk.chat. It's a forum to get you our materials, our show notes, my original research, and your comments, and we respond to your comments as well. The paywall is going up for all content yes. in a couple of weeks. Boom, right there. You gotta you gotta pay the man. You gotta pay D Dowd Muska. That's what you gotta do. Let's hit the top of the hour news. Back in uh, five, right here in the Kivo on AM sixteen hundred KIVA BQ. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Moderate and progressive Democrats are continuing to try and finalize a price tag for the budget reconciliation bill, as it will be far below the originally advertised $3.5 trillion. Wyoming Senator John Barrasso says no matter what the price is, Americans will still have to pay for it. 
Everybody's going to end up having to pay for this if they get to finally figure out what's going to be in it and how they want to pay for it. Everyone's going to get hit one way or the other. That audio courtesy of Fox News. The Biden administration says it has framework to pay for the bill and they would never increase taxes on anyone making less than $400,000 a year. An FDA panel is giving a thumbs up to Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine for kids from age 5 through 11. The decision will be looked at next by the full FDA. This is USA Radio News. Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, Stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. The Senate Subcommittee on Consumer Protection, Product Safety, and Data Security is holding a hearing with executives from top Internet platforms to discuss protections for kids against potentially harmful content. Ranking member and Tennessee Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn raises concerns about the social media platform's data collecting efforts, specifically TikTok, whose parent company is partially owned by China's government. I've made no secret about my concerns that TikTok, which is owned by Beijing, owned ByteDance, is paving the way for the Chinese government to gain unfettered access to our children and teens. The World Series is set to have a big impact on the Atlanta area. An economics professor at Georgia State University tells a local Fox affiliate in Atlanta each game could pump $8 million into the economy. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Going a little bit more in depth on one of our top stories as President Biden is continuing to stump for his Build Back Better plan. President Biden stumping in New Jersey Monday continues to try and sell his massive spending bill. What are we doing? We pay for it all. It doesn't increase the deficit one single cent. Republicans are quick to point out there's no such thing as a free lunch. And however Biden spins this, the American consumer will end up paying the bill as inflation teeters the American economy. West Virginia's Democrat Senator Joe Manchin says he's ready to get on board with the spending bill. And I think that uh, we've got a good understanding of each other now better than we've ever had. Republican Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn says Biden's spending bill is bad for America. What they're trying to do is make the American people totally and completely dependent on the federal government, cradle to grave, daylight to dark. 
From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Get ready to pay more to visit the happiest place on Earth. Ticket prices for most tiers at Disneyland are going up, even though the cheapest price for one day at the park will stay at $104. The California theme park also adding a sixth tier for fans to go on the busiest days of the year, including select weekends, holidays, and spring break. That ticket costs 164 bucks for beginning in March. For USA Radio News. Albuquerque's macro impression. Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIBABQ.FM, here on this beautiful Tuesday, windy, blustery afternoon. Uh, weather sucks everywhere right now, by the way, not just uh, here. It's bad all over, folks, uh, when it comes. I always think of Rekka Ralph. He's like, oh, that's bad all over. Uh, don't forget, you can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, hanging out at home with you. Uh, right here for hour number two is uh, D-Down Muska, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify, Apple TV, and uh, Android. Uh, you can find us at rockoftalk.tv. Great app for that, and rockoftalk.com as well, and uh, the rockoftalk.chat uh, uh, as well. I, I got to run to this story because it was part of our daily blast. And something that maybe you didn't catch, uh, folks, and I got to say that I didn't exactly uh, catch it either. Uh, this is good stuff. This coming from uh, Dowd, we talked about hubris. We would be unfair if we only went one way on this. We've got to go the other way uh, as well. And uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, one Coy Griffin. Boy, I know Dowd, uh, you know, you're you're going to get pretty excited about that. I know. <laughs> I told you, eventually, either I'm right on the spot or eventually I'm right, right? Is this is this hard to watch, out? I'm just going to ask you. Uh, well, you know, you'd have to pick that one because this is the only time I've ever linked to Pat Davis's publication since this whole thing started a year ago. And let me tell you, folks, I'll wait another 10 years before I link to it again. But I did think it was an interesting story. Well, it is an interesting story, uh, but once you set it us uh, set us up uh, for it, so let, let's just say this: if you're a Trumper, you're always a Trumper until, well, maybe you have some legal wranglings. I'm not really sure, you know. Yes. Feel like someone didn't run to your rescue. Feel like entitled to something. You feel like you're sort of bigger than Trump. I mean, honestly, let's just be fair: no one was bigger than Donald Trump. Nobody, and ever, I, I would probably say that. Does that? Is that fair to say, Dowd? I think yeah, that's pretty, pretty good, fair. Yeah. As a uh, political movement, I mean, like, I think it even trumped, trumped Obama in terms of his just... Well, he was adored by his fans, and he lives rent-free in the minds of his enemies. I mean, he has total spectrum dominance. <laughs> <laughs> Whether full, you like the guy yeah, or not. Full spectrum dominance, I think, is <laughs> yes. what you're looking for. Set it up uh, for us uh, here, Dowd. Well, of course, people probably remember the name Coy Griffin, uh, county commissioner in Otero County, which is really, I mean, either the most red, the reddest county or tied for the reddest county uh, in New Mexico. Uh, the uh, I believe the county seat is Tularosa, but more uh, famous for Alamogordo. Gordo, Holloman Air Force Base. Of course, right. our, uh, our UFO people think that's where uh, Eisenhower met with the aliens in 1954, Ooh. if you want to go down that rabbit hole. But um, he's on the county commission. He organized this organization, this group, you know, Cowboys for Trump. They received, just because of the visuals alone, guys riding around on horses with big American flags. And, and, and they, big, big expensive hats. Big expensive one, hats. Wonderful <laughs> expensive horses who ate the best feed. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, probably had to get uh, horseshoed. 
you know, probably two, three. What, what do they call someone who does a horseshoe? There's a barrier, I think. It is. Barrier, yeah, yeah. So the barrier. But I mean, you know, they were they garnered a hell of a lot of media attention, really, from co- coast to coast. And I guess uh, one of the leading contingencies in the deplorable camp, I guess, if you write for you know MSNBC or The Nation or something like that. But uh, Coy has had some issues. You know, he said some very stupid things. Frankly, I, I met the man briefly before all of the whole election stuff happened um, a couple years ago. He's very polite to me, polite gentleman, but he has he said some I would very agree. stupid things. I mean, the whole, you know, Black Lives Matter, if you don't like America, go back to Africa, when in fact a huge number of black people in this country <laughs> wow. can trace their lineage much further back than I can. My people yeah. started coming in the 1840s, uh, and my Slovak side didn't come here until the 1910s. So he yeah. said some really stupid things. They did launch the, the Democrats who are Badly outnumbered in Otero County, did launch a recall petition that failed against Coy Griffin. But not by much, though. Not, not by, by much. By yeah, much. That's, that's right. Yeah, they I mean, probably. Uh, Coy is not the guy you're inviting to your cheese and wine parties. Yeah, no, and, no. And enjoying uh, the cultural classics of Trevor uh, Von yeah. Carrion and the uh, Berliner Philharmonic. I mean, not, not in the demo. No, no. no. <laughs> um, but he he attended the uh, QAnon convention recently. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, people are certainly free to believe whatever they want to believe about mm. QAnon. I I think it's very very sad and ridiculous, frankly, and all the predictions that have been made about all the mass arrests that are always coming on this date, that date hey, comes, hey, nothing now, happens. John, John F. Kennedy's coming back. JFK uh, Jr. Jr. is coming back. Yes, I mean, JFK I think Jr. he's coming back with a vengeance. Yes, and I actually watched a lengthy HBO documentary on on the Q community. I think it was like yeah. six episodes or something. I mean, I, I will go back to what I say about people on the left or the right if you're out there in, in cloud cuckoo land. If you can't tell me who your county commissioner or your state representative is, um, I, I don't think you're really clued into politics and policy in this country. You're in you're in mom's double wide, you know, playing Call of Duty and, and hanging out on the internet. Uh, I'm sad for these people. They really they're really in Cookville. Uh, this whole notion of you know work the plan and and, and there's there was a poll done recently. No, follow follow the plan. Follow the plan. There was a poll done recently that it was some ridiculous, almost up to twenty percent of people in this community think that Donald Trump's going to be restored to the presidency this year before the end of the year. Yeah, here it is. Take, take my word for it, people. Yeah. That, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it, uh, even, even Donald Trump knows that he has to run in 2024. <laughs> that's why we're saying Trump 2024. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, Coy went to the convention and I guess mm. he's been a little, he's a little peeved with the Donald. Uh, mm. Not, not, not happy. Yeah. Uh, he, at the conference, he said he felt betrayed by former president Trump. And here's the let's exact, that, let's quote. hear it in his words. Yeah. Oh, uh, you have it. Uh, yeah, tone is always important, and uh, let's not give away uh, that. But did he dye his beard? Is that, is that a oh. kind of a Clint Back uh, uh, black tuxedo? He, I mean, the guy he is, does look a little uh, younger. Yeah. There. Uh, he looks uh, younger. I think he dyed his beard. I mean, he's black, black, and black. He's got the C4T right there. I can't imagine wearing something that says you support a particular thing, and then at the very same time, you're dissing the very thing that you're wearing. Not good. Take a listen. We supported President Trump because of his fight for justice as well. And for four years, we cried, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. We know she's a criminal. What did the president tell us? If I was president, if I was in charge of the law, you'd be in jail. Okay, Mr. President, you were in charge of the law for four years. At the end of your four-year time, the only ones that were locked up were men like me and others like me that have stood by the president the strongest. Oh, whoa, that is not good. Not good, ladies and gentlemen. 
That is not good. Sour grapes. You might want to just, uh, what do you do after, what's the evolution of after uh, C4T? Do you go uh, C4Me? Only me? Want to talk about me? Want to talk about my? Want to talk about yeah? Me? In, in less sensitive times, uh, this would be called wow. going off the reservation. <laughs> oh wow, that is uh, really something. So there you go. We had a little uh, Cowboys for Trump action. Love to hear your thoughts uh, on that. Koi, uh, Koi, is it? How do you say Koi or Koi? I it always hear like Koi. Yeah. No, yeah, Koi. There it is. But uh, uh, angry, passive aggressive, much. Uh, there you go. You got that uh, right there. Uh, and all of that. I forget you can catch all that stuff uh, at uh, rockoftalk.chat. Dowd, I have to ask you, uh, just in time, uh, we've got the new, I don't know what type of uh, new library that's being rolled out in the International District. Uh, I want to make sure that they're translating every book into 27 different languages, and I'd love to know the resources that they're using for that. You, uh, What did I say about the municipality? Uh, I don't know, duality? Who even knows? Uh, Albuquerque economy showing now remarkable growth. <laughs> yes, yes. Remarkable growth. The <laughs> GRT data just released just in time for oh. uh, Mayor Tim Keller to go ahead and uh, reascend uh, to the throne. And don't forget, uh, my competitors are allowed equal time here on our radio show. Uh, Dowd, uh, th- this is an interesting article as well. Yeah, I mean, listen. By the way, uh, a government article. Yeah, I should, yeah. I should state that. Exactly. And, and this is where probably the only thing Christopher Hitchens and I ever agreed on, which was uh, when when you're elected to an office, your either political party or your PAC or your private campaign committee should be doing the PR. Taxpayers should not be paying for PR that either directly or indirectly supports a particular candidate. This is from the city of Albuquerque website. You can check it out yourself. CABQ.gov. Uh, Albuquerque economy showing remarkable growth. Remarkable. August GRT data just released. Faster, Dowd, than Phoenix, than Salt Lake yeah. City, than Oklahoma yep. City, than Austin, yep. Texas. Yep. Albuquerque going number one with a bullet, Dowd. Yeah, yeah. Well, what they've done here is they've looked at tax revenue coming in from the gross receipts tax, which is New Mexico's version of the sales tax. And it's not an irrelevant statistic, but I would say it's, it's nowhere near as important as employment growth, which is what I looked at last week. Um, basically, it suggests that people are out buying more things, which is probably true year to year, August over August. People are out and more active now. Uh, uh, by the way, let me stop you. Let's slow it down because Dowd's fast. He grasps the uh, information. But when he says August to August, he's talking Year over year, year over year, 2020 to August 2021. Yep. And, and frankly, uh, I, 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 like a lot of people, have noticed that once the official uh, emergency or I guess maybe the emergency declaration is still underway. But we that when when things were opened before the right. reimposition of the uh, masks back in back in July, I just noted all the restaurants that I go to or grab food at. It was just through the roof. People were coming back. There were a lot of people, at least in my observation, who were actually staying at home no matter what the Mm -hmm. government was telling them. They were what I call cower at home. So they're basically saying because gross receipts tax revenue was up in August 2021 – versus August 2020, that means that Albuquerque is a stellar star. Um, and, you know, yeah. I mean, robust it, it, growth, robust you know, growth. Yep. I don't think it really proves the case in any way. And if you want to go online and look rockettalk.chat, look at the employment numbers that I looked at last week, which are very bleak uh, for Albuquerque and the regional municipal areas. So, Eddie, they will grab any statistic to push their agenda. And this, this I'm not saying these, manipulation, total it, manipulation. It, it is. I mean, I'm not saying this number is irrelevant. We should track these numbers. I'm glad we track these numbers, but to try to draw a larger point about Albuquerque coming roaring back because more people
people are leaving their houses and, and going back to normal activity, that proves nothing, Keller. And the fact that taxpayers had to pay for this propaganda is very sad. Well, let me get into some of the details here on all this, because um, even though Albuquerque is probably buying its stat as one of the quote-unquote best-run cities in America, it is not. This is one of the reasons why I'm forced to run here for the mayor of Albuquerque, because, boy, you gotta you got to run this city like you love it, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to love this city. And I don't think that either one of my opponents uh, love this city. They, they don't love this community. This is another political opportunity. These are both government people. These are both Democrats. These are both people who sought and battled out over public funds to go ahead and fund. Uh, they're, now they're running nothing but hate ads. Aren't you, are you, is anybody just, just shutting off the TV every single time you see those negative attack ads? Did, did you notice that? I mean, well, I did hear from a very smart young man yesterday hmm. that, uh, that uh, Manny doesn't matter, and Keller just says the same thing over and over again. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, that would be a nine-year-old Samuel. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, my, my six-year-old, his uh, best friend is a, a, a boy by the name of Quinton, and uh, he's Chinese-American, right? And so my son is doing DNA samples of his hair, and he would be correct in, in saying such a thing, but he noticed that in the hair samples that the six-year-old sea uh, bass uh, did in all this. He he is actually part Chinese as well. Oh. My kids are saying this. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know the best way to destroy identity politics is to say that you can relate to literally absolutely everybody, right? Hey, can you, Eddie? Eddie my sister. Right? Uh, I'm, sure, I right? I'm sure she'll hate me for saying this, but my sister got. Uh, the 23 and me, my mother got the 23 and we, yeah, we found yeah. out my mother is 11% Scandinavian. We oh didn't know that. Gosh. Great, great Nordics. And my sister, apparently, her genome, which is more on my father's side, the Slovak sort of Eastern Europe, it, yeah. they showed the map and it kind of curls up more towards Central Asia, like, uh, you know, Azerbaijan, oh Armenia. Uzbekistan, so uh, I may well be part Scandinavian and part Asian American. I didn't even wow. know that until fairly recently. <laughs> You're Asian, by the way. I believe, uh, based upon yes. the new, the new stuff. Yes. Uh, the, yes. the new, like I think, uh, was it would be like a forward 2013. The new yep. United Nations contours for the countries, and then you have to think of the CIS countries as well. I think that would be considered in modern times redef- redefined. You would be considered Eurasian. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe if you, maybe we should just. Stop caring about the shade of our skin. No, I, I, really, I really think you need to know with uh, precision at this point, okay. precisely, like down to the minute, you know, DNA, what you are. Okay. By and that way, will I'm, determine I'm, yes, what, what your you reparations are. Reparations, what okay. you can get, what you have coming to you, what you okay. can claim, uh, cultural appropriation activities at social events. You know, so for example, you're playing with like a, I don't know uh, what what do they call that game? Friends with uh, you know I, I don't know you know hate hate against humanity, rage against humanity, something like that. They play some game like anything that you can do will never be inappropriate. Everything that you can do, if you can represent the full spectrum, then at some point you can claim that, and then you're okay. You have license to do whatever you want. Well, if I could prove that I was Armenian, does that mean if I have a relative Kim Kardashian? Linked to the uh, Armenian genocide that the Ottoman Turks committed, does that mean I get free yes. money from Turkey now? I mean, I, you know, we can we can take this in a lot of directions. You get the discount at uh, on the beauty products for all the Kardashian <laughs> stuff. I think that would be the the best thing. That's really what you need. Uh, and truly, actually, you do need that. Uh, we we could all be a little bit prettier, especially D. Dowd uh, Musk and I. People ask me all the time because I don't I shave my own head. It's like, well, do you need the powder room? Like we were going into. 
I don't need a powder room. I got black circles under my eyes. I got a shaved head. My half the time, my my face is red or whatever. You know, I look like I haven't slept. Well, like, do you think I care about you know <laughs> how I look? All right, let's get back to this stuff. So, so this data that came from the city of Albuquerque, the uh, gross uh, receipts taxes uh, that have come in, is not a good way to measure mark to market. And by by that I mean market to market. El Paso. Okay, let's just go around the region because these are the places that they bring up. Phoenix, Oklahoma City, Colorado Springs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you're taking that slice, okay, and and economics, you always take a slice, right? You start, and we're not going to go thin slicing. Well, that's a whole other type of, but you take that little slice that's out there and you look August to August and you can say, well, Albuquerque probably did a lot better than some of those other cities overall. But there's a specific reason why is because you're, yeah, they would be right in saying August to August, year over year, 2020 to 2021. But how much earlier, for example, did Oklahoma City open up, right? They never had that dip. So they couldn't have created that uh, ebb and flow, the valleys and the peaks that Albuquerque created from August to August. So our August to August was better than, am I right? Yep, it's better exactly. than August to August. Uh, and, and what have I been looking at? I've been looking at February 2020 to the present because mm-hmm. that was the last normal month. That was the month when the economy was roaring nationwide. We had record low unemployment right. for minority groups right. before we went all crazy with Corona. So to me, you know, month to month or even month over year, you've got to look at the last sane month compared to where we are now. And I think that's a more, a more uh, descriptive and accurate way of looking at the situation. Not everybody shut down at the same time and not everybody rebounds at the same time because of that. So then we have Oklahoma City. I think if I'm not mistaken, Oklahoma was like the first to sort of unflatten the curve and just say, hell, we don't care. Let's just hit the gas and let's open up. If you're sick, you're going to be fine. Don't worry. And uh, take your OSHA and your oregano oil and uh, drink your, you know, get your V8. You're going to be set to go. Uh, I think we had Phoenix, right? Uh, Phoenix opened up uh, significantly earlier than uh, the city of Albuquerque. El Paso, right? You have the, that that's out there. And then Austin, Texas. And here they go. Here's their, their mark to market. If you look at it, they write, construction jobs, a major driver of economic activity for the city, grew an impressive 14% or 3,500 jobs. You want to know why we grew at that percentage rate? And probably not by the same jobs in any of those cities. They don't tell you what the jobs are in all those other ones. Right. What they do tell you is that, oh, we're 14%. That's higher than anybody else. You know why? You want to know why? Because they've already built all their buildings. They've already done all those things. They never shut down. They didn't shut down construction sites during COVID. Texas, Oklahoma, Arizona, Utah, never at one point shut down construction sites for COVID because they were outdoors. It's really pretty simple, folks. Throughout the pandemic and into the recovery, we were able to innovate financial decisions to save jobs and strengthen the safety. Are you kidding me right now? Pre-COVID, Dad, let's do the numbers for everybody right now. Pre-COVID, we were 914,000 jobs. We were just about to launch into the stratosphere. We could have hit 1 million people employed for the first time in the history of New Mexico, probably within the next year to year and a half. Until we decided, hey, everybody, we don't want Donald Trump to be president. We're going to shut down the economy. We went from 914 right now to 853,000, according to the, is that, am I correct? In the Bureau of Labor Statistics of where we are currently employed. 
That is a loss of nearly 75,000 jobs here in the state of New Mexico. What do you think happened to the city of Albuquerque? Who has one of the highest unemployment rates in the, in the entire country? That would be the state of New Mexico, fourth from the bottom. At one time, we were number one in the bottom, I believe, three months ago in the middle of July. Mm-hmm. I think they finally figured out, oh, we got an election next year. Michelle Lujan Grisham and Tim Keller need to get reelected. Let's go ahead and make sure that we're going to fudge the numbers just like they're doing here at CABQ.gov, their website and their economic development website. That is nothing but lies, folks. Well, and Eddie, not to toot my own horn, but I think this release may be tied to the the numbers we put out last week uh, because the mayor in the debate bragged about this is the exact quote. We are doing so much better than most of the cities around us. Mm. So I said, okay, Tim, I'll look at the 10 cities above us and the 10 cities below us in terms of population, 21 cities in all. We are 16th uh, in unemployment, one of the higher unemployment rates. We are 18th in terms of our net job loss or creation. Uh, Only a couple cities in Texas are worse worse than we have in the last 18 months. And Provo, Ogden, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, Oklahoma City, Colorado Springs, Austin, Dallas, they're Dang. all in positive territory. Albuquerque, right. after a year and a half, ladies and gentlemen, a year and a half, Albuquerque still in negative territory. Did you like how I just quoted all those stats and rifled that stuff off in the KOB Channel 4 debate? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then not only did I talk about Provo and Ogden, and Tim Keller's like looking at me on the left. He's like, what? Provo, Ogden? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, Tim, those are like number one. They're the one-two punch in the Southwest and the top 20 of our connected states. That would be Arizona, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma. If you look at all those of the 20 largest metropolises, the only three cities that are worse than us are Houston, Beaumont, and what's the third? Uh, Corpus Christi. And, Corpus Christi. And, and, all you know, Eddie, it's really it's weird. Something bad is happening on Texas's coast. Energy. I, I love yeah. Texas. So maybe I'll live there Oil. someday. But if you go in the interior of Texas, places like Austin, Dallas, doing very, very well. But uh, the, the communities along the coast, and we, you know, I think the obvious thing is, is the energy, energy yep. economy. But, Absolutely. boy, they're taking it on the chin on the coast. We've got to root, root for a stronger outcome for those folks. Well, not, not too strong because uh, we, we need to improve our rankings, and we don't want those guys to outshine us. That'll put us – if those three do better than us, that's going to put us at number 20 out of 20. I, I'll <laughs> look again in six months. We'll see where we are. <laughs> Well, if I have anything to do with it, uh, we'll be probably middle of the pack uh, at that point. Back after a quick break, we're going to check back in with Murder Mike, look at some of the uh, stats from the last 24 hours as far as crime. It's uh, been a crime-filled show, ladies and gentlemen. 100 and 101 homicides both last night here with a little more than 64 days until the end of the year. Back in four. Everybody else died. I am the sun and the earth. 
Tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal, Louisiana Avocado Toast, Chicken Avocado Omelette, and any of Sunny Side Up's healthy, tasty lunch choices. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's the place I like.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens, online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. 
Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. rest of the evening that's it uh that's what happens uh with the smiths you know that right doubt i mean uh I'm sure your family's partying at one in the morning out in scotland right <laughs> uh they do like to get their drink on in scotland that's the yeah. whole country <laughs> what time do they uh kick that off over there what's the time of the bars over the pub I think, they, I think my sister and brother-in-law actually have some investments in some distilleries over there people like nice. their scotch okay. whiskey yeah, what is, uh, are we still going Glenlivet 12 years? Or what, what's uh, yeah. Up? Uh, yeah. I know you don't, that's not up your alley, but uh, when you're, when no, you're I having, think it's just, it's best for all of humanity if D. Dowd Muska doesn't drink, and I, that's why I'm a teetotaler. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for uh, me, it's good nothing, for you, it's uh, good for the world. <laughs> nothing wrong with uh, that, uh, and it is good to teetotal once in a while. I mean, I think, uh, what do you have, the uh, uh, October, sober October? Isn't that what a lot of people are going through right now? They're they're doing the sober October right now, and then is it the uh, no shave November? Is that oh. what it is? And then uh, what 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 do you do? 
the, uh, the for, for December. We've got to come up with that. Uh, there's got to be a good word for that. We'll, we'll figure that out before the segment's out. All right. I know that we covered homicide 100 and 101. We always like to get all the stats uh, for what's happened for the last 24 hours. I appreciate you taking the additional time uh, this afternoon, uh, Murder Mike, to kind of uh, sort of haze on those details. You can find out all of the information directly at Rock of Talk dot chat that's rock of talk dot chat uh, for those reports that has now been pulled down if you did not watch night beat last night um maybe if you happen to record it if you can possibly save it um, eddie eddie i've been looking for since the show started nope. I, i've i've searched every social media nope. account connected can't with kob it. i've nope. searched the social media accounts connected to, with the reporters it's all been scrubbed eddie all of it i uh handed uh, you a question that i already knew the answer to um, because I, I, there's just certain things that just key me off, and I, I'd focus on those. So I already knew that you weren't going to find it. And uh, well, thanks we, for sending me on that wild goose chase. Hey, <laughs> hey, <that's laughs> all right. That, that's what you know. Uh, actually, we're going to call Murder Mike. We're going to just call Wild Goose Chase Willie. Because that's all he does all night on the scanners. Uh, so what did we learn over the last 24 hours there, Murder Mike? Well, yeah, there's been a lot. You know, I, I got to quickly ask you, you know, you mentioned earlier about the library, the new library on Central. Uh-huh. And um, if I went by there. There's a huge, big patio area on the east side of that library. And where they built it, I mean, they built it right in the middle of the worst area of town possible. I mean, the Pennsylvania K is considered the center of the war zone. Mm-hmm. I wonder how long it's going to take before that turns into a trashed-out homeless camp. Uh, and, well, if, uh, I'm, if I'm mayor, it won't happen. We won't have uh, yeah. organic camps. And let's let's try to be positive, okay? I, I think it's it, it's almost become sporting, if you will, sportsing, uh, if you will, for some people to come out and say, well, how long is it going to take for it to be bad? It's not going to be bad because we're going to square off against Tim Keller uh, during the runoff and all this. And don't forget my competitors or uh, I have access to equal time here on a radio show uh, here on AM 600 KIVA. Uh, I will say that that is not going to happen. And let me reiterate something that I say when I talk to groups, people, you know, individuals who call on the phone, people who show up. Oh, I have all sorts of Chotsky and uh, swag over here. Do I want to say that? Yeah. Uh, I think we had probably like four or five people who, who stopped by. I'm half out. We yesterday, we had 45 shirts, t-shirts and hats. Uh, let's get the rest of them uh, out there tomorrow. Thursday night, I'll be over uh, doing the pump pass and kick against uh, Mayor Tim Keller, uh, 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 St. Pius graduates, both of us, uh, for the Albuquerque Academy Boo! Uh, versus St. Pius the Tenth Sartans. Yay! And uh, we'll be out there doing that during the halftime festivities. So looking forward uh, to that. But I will tell you, Murder Mike, like I tell every other person, these encampments that we're talking about for homeless people Let's not forget that there's been 11 murders inside the hotel rooms, okay, or, or at hotels. What um, Mayor Tim Keller has been touting is he's been touting these vouchers. He's glad that they're not sleeping. Well, the murders and all the bad behavior is following them right directly into those places. So if we have these temporary en- encampments that can be policed, we can track, we can help, we can aid, we can transit, and then we can continue to track to make sure that there's an upward uh, mobilization of these homeless people, then we don't have to worry about the Gateway Center. We don't have to worry about all these places that are popping up because that's exactly what you just uh, asserted uh, here is how long will it be before that, uh, what did you say, patio over at the library turns into a homeless encampment? 
The answer is it will not because I won't allow it and we will have places where we can transport those people so that we can take care of them. That's what we've got to do. We've got to help people. Again, I'm going to reiterate my grandmother was schizophrenic. I love her to death. In fact, I'm thinking of her now more. I have this little box of all these photos that I have of the most important people in my life. Uh, by the way, my kids get two, bo- uh, two, two faces, <laughs> twice as important of anybody, uh, you know, one, one and the other. And then, of course, I have, if you guys have seen our commercials, they're running on channel four, seven and 13. If you want to uh, donate to continue to help us support and get our ads, we're good all the way through Friday, but we need your support. Please donate right now. Fight for 505.com. You can see a, a wonderful picture of my wonderful, the nicest man in the world is my dad. Okay. Here, here. Have you met my dad, Dad? I haven't. And mother. Oh, my God. My mom. Boy, she she's an entirely different uh, creature altogether. I might love her more than anybody, you know, in, in many ways. Uh, she's great. Boy, but she's uh, like the Black Crow song uh, said, uh, you know, hey, little, <laughs> hard to handle. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I have I a mother like that, too. <laughs> I'm like, I love you so much. Please stop talking right now. I love you, mom. Please stop. I don't want to worry you because moms, they just get it in there. This is the great thing about moms. Moms are born with the wonderful quality of caring too much. Caring more than you will ever care about yourself, that is a mother. That's a mother. They, you can't stop it. And, and, and it is beyond your ability to comprehend, right? Your mom gets worried, doubt. I mean, even at your age, you're almost half a century, yep. and your mom will never, like, I don't know. They say that moms or kids need their dads and their moms. I almost feel like dads or, or kids only need their moms and don't need their dads. Hmm. That's how much love women have mothers have for their well i mean what do we what do we see every time the law enforcement takes the 37 bodies out of the guy's basement uh the mother's the mother's right there saying my little angel would never do anything like that yeah i mean it just like can do no wrong i don't know what it is about creation god exists between the space between uh, a woman a mother and her children we'll just leave it there boy this is really God, we're getting sought. The Smiths are hurting this particular radio program this afternoon. Okay. But uh, anyway, uh, I just care a lot. uh, And uh, Murder Mike, I won't allow that to happen. It's public property and it's a a brand new place. And we should try to preserve it best we can to make sure that organic camps uh, don't show up. And those people get the help that they need. And uh, whether they're mental, let's transport, get them the help they need. Drug addicted, transport to jail. Then we'll get them the help that they need so we can get them off. And then, of course, uh, when it comes to financially, um, uh, you know, insufficient and they go into that uh, situation, we got to make sure that they have shelter. The kids are good and we have to do everything to support and aid and help those people. So anyway, that's my answer for you, Murder Mike. Wrap the wrap the stats up. We've got a flurry of phone calls coming. All right. Well, uh, I'll do this here. I'll run into this kind of really quickly. Uh, as we uh, first talked about at the first of the hour, there was two homicides, one at 13th and Lead, where a drive-by shooting took the life of an individual. And a second uh, homicide occurred at the Metropolitan Detention Center, where a cellmate beat to death his uh, fellow cellmate uh, for touching his leg. So we had two homicides last night. Otherwise, in the news, we had a... Uh, a structure fire at the Sedona Ridge Apartments at Wyoming and Comanche. Okay. The fire was quickly contained. Several families were displaced, and unfortunately, there was two canines that were killed in the fire. 
At 11 p.m. last night, there was a drive-by shooting at the 8400 block of Spain Northeast. Several shots hit the dwelling. There was no injuries reported. The offender was described as an Hispanic male adult in 50s with black hair, last seen leaving the direction in an unknown direction of travel. Uh, Statistic-wise, we had four assaults, one residential burglary, 10 shots fired calls, one suicide attempt, one domestic, correction, four domestic violence calls, two, psych out, two psychiatric calls, two down and outs, and one drug overdose. So that was just a quick look at the stats from last night because uh, we both know you were calling me at 2 o'clock in the morning going, Mike, what's happening? I'm wondering uh, – Listen, I'm the one that's not getting any sleep. What are you doing that with this lady, Eddie? Well, so we had just, to, how are you? We had just penned a story, put it out there, and then I probably watched that video of uh, Emilio Vallejos and his girlfriend having their last moments uh, here on this earth, and I had a hard time. I couldn't process that. I really just couldn't because I don't know what happened to that man and the other 99 people who have passed away didn't know that this was going to be their last day here on this planet here in the city of Albuquerque. It's hard for me to process. And I can tell you right now, if I was right. the mayor, I would be out there in front with a news conference talking about what we're going to do and dealing with that. And really, I wouldn't even be taking questions from the media because I don't think the media represents the people anymore. I'd be taking questions from people in the community who wanted to show up and, and ask them, okay, what do we know? How can we help? And uh, let's make sure that this does not happen again. Um, and I can tell you that that would happen less. Mike, you know how nut jobby I am, right? I'm totally crazy. If I care about something, like I won't sleep until it goes away. And last night was a last night was a horrible day. You know, the right. whole, the whole well, day yesterday was horrible. At, when you call me at two in the morning, I, I I already know that there's something going on. So yeah. you know, I, I could tell. I could tell well, you the other thing too is retaliation. You know, I go back to that time about uh, two and a half years ago, and you might remember that there was. Do you guys remember when we had four crosstown murders? You know, one was at a trailer park. There was three in a family. And then uh, one was taking place over at uh, Walmart. And then we had another one that was taking place uh, somewhere else on the west side. And I'm like, these are all interrelated. And it was happening because... They were. Of, remember? Do you remember that night? So I remember I, that very well. Yeah, that I think was, we uh, had nine murders that night alone. Like that eight, was gangsters. Yeah, gangsters. So it was eight or nine uh, murders. And, you know, we, we don't have a gang unit. So I was... You know, I was furious and I wanted like, what you know, how is it that the mayor uh, isn't up all night trying to deal with that and making sure, you know, we have all hands on deck and the community feel safe because it felt a bit of pop- apocalyptic uh, at that point to, to, to the fact that it could happen anywhere in your neighborhood. What's next? So and there was just too many things going on. And, you know, as a mayor, I would just make sure that I'm making sure that uh, we have adequate response, that I'm there, and that questions are being answered. Because here's the problem. A lot of people, uh, when they don't have information, are suffering with the, because of the lack of information. Not knowing is the worst thing. Like, you just want to go ahead and give as much information to the people as possible, okay? They're intelligent, they're smart, um, and they need to be told the truth like right from the get-go. And we don't get a lot of that here in the city. For some reason, um, the PIO doesn't come out with information. You know, it gets people guessing, not trusting each other. And then they're like, oh, well, someone's up to something somewhere, somehow. It must be benefiting some group of people. And then you start to really kind of harbor this, you know, corruption. So when the scanners went down or people are keeping track of the stats from the homicides, people are like, okay, what's going on? Just 
just give us a skinny. We understand that bad things happen all the time, but just level level with us. Let us know what's what's going on, so maybe we can help or provide information, etc. You know, I was angry on that Friday, and I provided all that information for what happened uh, on that Thursday to the 50 year old man who's a grandfather with a seven year old uh, grandson who was there. And it was because of what we talked about, Dowd, you and I on yep, this yep. program and putting out all the information, we immediately got an all, you know, points bulletin out and we at least knew what the truck looked like at that time. Right. That's leadership. That's, yep, yep. hey, what can we do? And we're not going to rest until that person is brought to justice in the death of uh, this uh, wonderful grandfather who is celebrating, I believe it was his 53rd birthday, I believe. Yeah, around mid mid fifties. Yeah, fifty second, fifty third at that time. It's just like unbelievable about that story. So I don't know if you noticed that, uh, Eddie, but when you did that showcase that uh, that particular shooting situation and wanted to know about the cameras and the truck and everything right. like that, yeah. the very next day, right? It just the very the next front day, he released a picture. That's yep. right. Yeah, and that's driving it. So that's and when I'm mayor, that's what we want to do with the um, radio station. So we just want to get information so people can kind of like pick up the phone, call me and say, hey, you're terrible, Eddie. You're not doing this, this and this. I'm like, OK, so what can we do to do better? All right. I realize, you know, that there's problems all over and I know you're unsatisfied and let's make you whole and make you good. You know, one of the things that I'm going to, I'm going to mention it right now. OK, I'm going to, I did not mention it during the debates. People were asking me, I was like, what are you going to do with that additional money that's in the CARES Act? You keep talking about the money that's there. So what don't we have? We don't have a commercial burglary unit, and we don't have a residential burglary unit. You know what we're going to do? Because we know how long it takes for the insurance people to make people whole. We're going to make the claim, and we're going to go and take care of those people day one, hand them that stack of cash to make sure that they are good, they can reopen and rebuild them, just like the subway did right down the street over here. And we're going to say, okay, here it is. We realize that we were part of the problem. We weren't the reason why this happened. But we are part of the problem. We don't want you to lose one day of business. We want to make sure that you stay in business. We want to make sure that you feel safe in your home. We're going to make sure that you want to stay here in the city of Albuquerque. We're going to make people home uh, whole on that day at that time. And I'm going to show up and take care of those people because these people who are burglarized, uh, when we can't get to them to prevent it from happening, we at least need to be there to make sure that, hey, this is not going to happen again. We're going to install alarm systems and, and do things. And it doesn't cost that much to actually get that type of thing done. And it sends a direct message to the criminal. You know, do you know something about graffiti? Let me share something with you about graffiti. Do you know what happens when you – and my uh, signs got vandalized. You guys know that, right, over there off of uh, – right in front of Uncle Cliff's. Um, is, it, is it called Uncle Cliff's or is it just Cliff's? Cliff's music, uh, I think. Yeah. Is it Cliff's? Whatever. Yeah. So my, I still think remember it as Uncle Cliff's, but yeah. I thought it was arcade, Uncle Cliff's, yeah. So my uh, billboard got vandalized. Clear Channel was out there the next day. They made it whole, and they said, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and take care of this, this, and this, give you the same number of impressions. The unit per cost uh, doesn't change. We're going to put you on this electronic billboard, this electronic billboard, until we can get you to go ahead and, and make this whole. They're going to replace the vinyl, all that kind of stuff. They made me whole. So I got the same amount of money. Uh, in terms of the oppressions that I was getting before. And that's an important thing. So I think we have to do that in vandalism. If you paint over something that's been vandalized, they aren't going to show up to do it a second and a third and a fourth time. The vandals don't keep, look it up. You know, they, if some places have been vandalized, they're not going to keep doing it. To, to, uh, they're not going to keep showing up and doing it. They just eventually quit. We know that their constitution isn't as, as strong as ours, which is to reserve 
law and order here in our city. All right, Murder Mike, I got to run. Good, good, good work. Thank you for good work. Absolutely. Yeah, he's uh, he's on it. Have you noticed how tight his reports are? Just, just you know, whatever whatever shakiness existed in the past, he's the consummate pro. He really right is. Now. But, you know, Eddie, on this crime issue, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Yeah. You, you talk about that idea that I'd never you just expressed, which I'd never heard before. But the, um, it, it seems to me that the whole community in Albuquerque, and, and I'm not trying to defend any of the incumbents because they're awful, but you know, you've you've for over a year now, you've been talking about leadership in New Mexico. I mean. Why is there not, whether it's the big moneyed interests behind, you know, the Chamber of Commerce type, the clergy, mm-hmm. it seems like there's a failure of leadership in this community across the board. You can't begin to deal with the problem unless you face that problem. And here you have the media, which did a, an in-depth report on this, and then the next morning they take four minutes off the report as a partial way of kind of pretending this doesn't exist. Right. I, this is a failure across the board. Media, clergy, business community, uh, mm-hmm. elected officials are a huge part of that. And why is there no, I mean, you, we can't tackle this problem until we acknowledge and admit that the problem exists. Yeah. You got to focus on the problem, recognize the problem, and then figure out a way to attack the problem. Once you uh, discuss it with the shareholders and I'm not going to have the answers, but the shareholders will right. because they've right. been experiencing it and they know what has worked. And it's sort of like in the middle of those like sort of uh, micro areas where they can a- address these type of things like, oh, OK, you know, Sally down the street, she did this and it seemed to sort of deter them for a little amount of time. OK, well, let's take a little bit of what, about what Sally is talking about and attack it in a charrette uh, in a neighborhood uh, meeting because we have next door everywhere. And, you know, let's find our, our block captains and our city leaders and realize that, you know, if we put our heads together and we don't care about anything, this is a municipality that we can put our heads together and make the city better block by block, neighborhood by neighborhood and uh, completely citywide. You just got to get people talking, you know, and they can't be afraid to talk. And, and that's exactly the, been the problem of leadership is they're too worried about how it reflects on their record and their ability to get reelected. I don't give a crap about getting reelected ever. Seriously. I would love to just joke around, have fun and, you know, uh, you know, talk about, uh, <laughs> You know, Sam and Bastion on the air or whatever, you know, but it, people's day to day. 550, 50, 500, last call before we hit the top of the hour. Go ahead, caller. Good afternoon, everyone. Hey. Yeah. Dave is there. How are you, hey, Dave? Man. I was worried about hey. Dave. What's going on? No, How are you? Don't worry about me. Oh, well, I, I worry about everybody, but I like the, uh, I like the separation of spaces uh, that we've had here. Or a lot. I really, I could genuinely say, Dave, I am glad to hear you call into the Kiva. Go ahead. All right. You must be scaring the pants off the mainstream media and your opponents in your run for mayor. Yeah, for sure. Just got off the line with a friend, and he's been watching mainstream media, and he's saying, oh, Eddie has no chance. I'm like, really? <laughs> Are you kidding? Did you hear his open this afternoon? <laughs> He really is passionate about what he is doing. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know. Okay. 101 murders in this region, in the, in the city of Albuquerque. Say, what were you saying the first time in 370 years? Yeah, no, no. 316 years is basically what it is. 315, sorry. Yeah, okay. I stand corrected. And 
what you've been able to put out, and everybody is listening. And these other people are going, oh, my God, he might actually win. It, he's noticed a uh, totally talk down of your candidacy, your line, all that stuff. And it's like, um, do you want more of the same? No, I'm pretty sure you really don't want more of the same. And it was funny because uh, Saturday I did have a uh, definition for the Liberty Ladies, or Jay and Natalie, and insurgency and hubris. Hubris. We were talking there about we go. Insurgency. Yeah. Define it for us, Dictionary Dave. I love that. Thank you for calling in with that. Go ahead. As a noun. Excessive pride or self-confidence, mm-hmm. known as arrogance. That is the shortest mm-hmm. definition I've Perfect. come across in one of these dictionaries, and I actually had to pull out the uh, Random House on a Bridge from 1969 to find this thing. It's not many of the law dictionaries. In fact, I'm actually going to be revamping my desk here so that I can bring up the medical dictionaries be able to call into the ladies on Saturday so that I can come up with what vaccine or vaccination means for within the uh, legal terms and the medical terms. And these books are not light. They're at least about eight pounds a piece. Anyhow, you are kicking behind like never before, especially when your enemies are doing everything they can to knock you down, erase you. So, everybody, fight for 505.com. Vote for Eddie for the mayor of Albuquerque. He is the one person that actually cares. None of those other two give a fat frog's behind. So when uh, November 2nd comes around, go out, mark the top of the ballot. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Dictionary Dave. Good stuff. Um, <clears throat> I just got a tweet uh, here, learning a little bit more about the life of Elijah Vallejos. He was a uh, film study guy. Elijah Vallejos will study film at the University of New Mexico. He, is, uh, <clears throat> he was a media uh, uh, collaborative uh, Martha Lane Collins High School, Shelbyville, Kentucky. Uh, dear Elijah, the Philadelphia Eagles would like to extend our congratulations for completing our high school degree from Martha Lane Collins and furthering your education at the University of New Mexico for film. We recognize this accomplishment as a result of hard work, true commitment to your education, excellence in education, a key component to the successful future and a fulfilling career as you continue down the path, your path in life. Uh, we hope that you are guided by the values and the vision that led you to this important moment. Dedication to our team is a constant reminder to our organization how lucky we are to have fans like you over the years. The Philadelphia Eagles have earned a reputation for having the same of the most knowledgeable, loyal, and passionate fans in the industry. You're a great example of this loyalty and passion and honor of the occasion. We are very pleased to join with you, friends, family, classmates, and acknowledging your accomplishments and wishing you the very best in your future endeavors. Congratulations and go Eagles. This was uh, awarded, <clears throat> excuse me, to him on May fifth, twenty twenty, from Martha Lane College High School. So 
So uh, it's stated here, uh, Elijah Vallejos will study film at the University of New Mexico. Uh, Jeff Lurie, owner of the Philadelphia Eagles and film producer, sent Elijah personal level best wishes to him, came here to the University of New Mexico, and uh, there you go. Hard. That is hard. <clears throat> All right. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Dowd, we didn't finish up uh, our, and it is posted directly, our pandemic response uh, that we did last Thursday night, mm-hmm. uh, which is the... Still getting requests for that. People really love it. It's on the website, fight for 505com Oh, yeah, I keep tweeting it out to people, yeah. We put it at the very top of the banner, huh? and uh, I chose a color for it, Dowd. What, what color do you think I chose? Uh, red or white or blue? <laughs> I chose turquoise. Oh, okay. oh, 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 I see Michelle, what you did there. <laughs> we did, yeah. I remember that. Let me remind you about uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham's uh, turquoise. Let's have a little bit of fun. Um, pay tribute to the life of Elijah uh, Vallejos. Um, we had him uh, at rockoftalk.chat uh, on our launch uh, that I sent uh, this morning at uh, 1 a.m. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA. Rockoftalk.com Rockoftalk.tv The mama, I'm so hard to hand and I just around. Mama, I'm so hard to handle now, just around. I'm so hard to handle now, just around. Hard, hard to handle now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And And what what about about the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. 
I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Pet Food Gone Wild, located in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full-service dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time, cats too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to solve pet anxiety from summer thunderstorms? Come into Pet Food Gone Wild for calming treats, 10% off, pets.theplaceilike.com. Get your mobile coupon and tap to call Pet Food Gone Wild at pets.theplaceilike.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Demonstration to get my fair share of abuse. Singing words gonna offend our frustration. If we don't, we're gonna blow a bit to amp for you. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. 
tempted to run, be predictably shellacked. Do not tell me that Donald Trump is in this to win this, okay? He's a sideshow. This is going to turn a three-ring circus into a freak show. He's not running for president. He's running for keep me famous. I thought this was maybe some strategy for a new reality show. How should Republicans handle Donald Trump? Uh, ignore him. And Donald Trump is not going to be the nominee of this party. Well, I don't think it's likely that Donald Trump will be the nominee. Well, I, I do based on your theme, believe that he's here to stay for a while, maybe through a few primaries, but he is not going to be the nominee. Well, I'm going to support the Republican nominee, and I'm comfortable that it's not going to be Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Um, that's not going to happen. Donald Trump will not become president. He's not going to be president. He is not, Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. Okay. I guarantee it. All right. All right. You think if he becomes the president, it make make it great. The states is already. Great. I think that man will be president of the United States right about the time that spaceships come down filled with dinosaurs and red capes. I'm not like come. Take it Thank from me. How about that? And then of course there's Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been saying that he will run for president as a Republican, which is surprising since I just assumed he was running as a joke. <laughs> Donald Trump just last week he confirmed to the National Review that he is again considering a run in 2016. Do it. Do it. Look, look at me. Do it. I will personally write you a campaign check now on behalf of this country which does not want you to be president but which badly wants you to run. So when you stand and deliver that State of the Union address in no part of your mind or brain can you imagine Donald Trump standing up one day and delivering a State of the Union address? Well, I can imagine it uh, in a Saturday night skit. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. He will never be president of the United States. And uh, we better be ready for the fact that he might be leading the Republican ticket next. <laughs> I know you don't believe that, but I want to go on. Okay, here we are. And which Republican candidate <clears throat> has the best chance of winning the general election? Of the declared ones right now, Donald Trump. And so, right now, Mr. Trump, to answer your call for political honesty, I just want to say, you're not going to be president, all right? But, but come on, come on, buddy. All, let's say, cow poo-poo aside. There is zero chance we'll be seeing you being sworn in on the Capitol steps with your hand on a giant golden Bible. I'll make a prediction, though, for you. I, I don't really get into predictions much, but this one I'll go way out on a limb. Donald Trump will never, ever be president okay. of the United States. That Trump should not be in this race. He's an absurdity. He is a travesty. Donald Trump will never be elected president of the United States. Donald Trump is a here-today-gone-tomorrow candidate for president of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Ever uh, respectful of the fact that the people have not voted, he's not going to be president of the United States. Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. 
I mean, he had a really good chance to be different and really have a chance to change things, but yeah. he, he doesn't do the work. He's lazy. We talk about him every day, and we continuously bash him. He's going to be the president. Don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be a wake-up call to the Republican Party. Uh, despite Boris thinking that Donald Trump could win New York, like this, the, the presidential race is over. It just, just, could I just cut through? I have one thing to say, one thing only. And that is that this race is over. Tomorrow morning, the money will dry up. The Republicans will start to hide. Trump has no place to go. This race, effectively, as of tonight, is no longer a presidential race. I will get, I mean, everything I know about presidential politics, and I've been through five of them. I've never seen one like this. This race is over. You might as well accept it. And the question now is, how do you minimize damage? And the only way you can do that, it seems to me, is to try to grab hold of some old conservative value things and do what Mondale did in 84, which is try to save a few people down ballot. But as far as Donald Trump's concerned, it will never, ever, ever happen. President Obama will go down as perhaps the worst president in the history of the United States, exclamation point, at real Donald Trump. Well, at real Donald Trump, at least I will go down as a president. Our new NBC News survey monkey poll is out today. It puts Hillary Clinton up by 10 points over Donald Trump. And this is not the first poll since the conventions to give Clinton a double-digit lead. This is actually the fourth. Four polls that have Clinton up by more than 10 points, or at least 10 points. Staying the kind of lead she has leaped out into, in, into this race, you could see other states that suddenly get crazy. States you wouldn't have even imagined, like a South Carolina, even a Texas, they could at least become competitive. And what it would mean doesn't mean Hillary Clinton's going to win all of these. It means we could have more competitive states than we ever imagined. That's the way to lay of the land right now at this low moment for Donald Trump. We'll be back right after this. We are back with David Undo P. Club, the man who says Hillary Clinton has a 100% chance of winning. So that means that, means that no scenario <laughs> that we could lay out to get Donald Trump to 270 electoral votes is something he would buy. So we thought we'd get David in here to look at those scenarios that the Republicans are talking about, citing them as a potential path to victory, and explain to us why they are not just implausible, but impossible. If you look at Wisconsin, the Marquette poll came out yesterday. She's up six points. She's up four points in our polling in Pennsylvania. If she keeps those together, all she needs is New Hampshire, and she puts the race away, and she's up there. Well, so for, again, them, the whole Colorado, okay. for them to look at fortune, uh, to, and it is true, fortune favors the bold. Yeah. If the Comey bomb didn't get them where well, they that's, need that's to the be. That really is the question. It's, um, it'll be interesting uh, tomorrow night, I think, when Hillary Clinton uh, wins that Donald Trump will have lost this election from the very first day he announced. If the numbers bear out what we're seeing thus far, Hillary Clinton will win Florida. And the delicious irony in this is that Donald Trump will have been kept from the White House by a big, beautiful brown wall. And CNN projects Donald Trump will carry the state of Florida. Kentucky, Indiana, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas with its six electoral votes, Nebraska with its five electoral votes, and Wyoming with its three electoral votes, North Dakota uh, with its three electoral votes, and South Dakota, Texas, Arkansas, he has now taken the lead. Donald Trump has 128 electoral votes, Louisiana. 
the state of Montana, Missouri, Ohio. He has 167 electoral votes compared to Hillary Clinton's 109. Idaho, North Carolina, Georgia, Iowa, Utah, Wisconsin, Arizona. Uh, but we should really just take a moment here and look at this. Pollsters predicted that Hillary Clinton was going to have not just a victory, uh, but that she was going to win uh, an electoral landslide. Not only is that not happening, it is entirely possible that Donald Trump is truly redrawing the map the way that he said he was going to. It was Donald Trump versus almost all the experts. And as of right now, it looks like Donald Trump was right. Donald Trump has defeated Hillary Clinton to become president-elect of the United States. Sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. Complicated. This is not the outcome we wanted or we worked so hard for. And I'm sorry that we did not win this election. I love this country. The shockwave from Donald Trump's victory continued to be felt across America and around the world. Donald Trump wird der 45. Everyone was wrong. The backlash begins. Some magazines are facing big embarrassments today. Newsweek had already shipped out this cover, Madam Secretary, but quickly had to change it to this, President Trump. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute. The office of President of the United States. The office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability. And will, to the best of my ability. Preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help me God. So help me God. Congratulations. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try something, well, you might find you get what you need. 6.18 here on this Tuesday afternoon. Boy, happy 74th birthday to Hillary Rodham Clinton. Nobody serves it up like we do right here in the Kiva, a little bit of a Rolling Stone. If you know that song, you know that was a song at every rally that was played. Prior to Donald J. Trump coming on to the stage, you will no doubt see him in 2024. Very excited about uh, all that. And that is a hit in all 10 minutes and 26 seconds that seemingly never gets old, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, D-Dod Muska, hour three, commercial free, just for you and me. How are you, Dow? Well, you know, it's also another very important anniversary uh, in in American history. Hmm. On this day, exactly five years ago, I guess she would... That was her 68th or 69th birthday. Yep. She tweeted out, uh, this 69, is anti- dude. anticipating a big victory uh, a few days uh, from then, a picture of herself as a young girl. This is her own Twitter account, Hillary. Happy birthday 
to this future president. Wow. Uh, with a, I mean, you want to talk about hubris, ladies and gentlemen, right there. That was five days ago, uh, five years ago today, the anniversary of one of the most uh, arrogant and full of yourself tweets of all time. And uh, she wasn't even accurate about it. <laughs> she was not. And remember, it wasn't like until the 15th, 16th. Uh, and I'm just looking, you know, your iPhone rotates um, photos, videos, stuff from five years ago. Five years ago on this day, I had just returned from New York City and I had a wonderful dinner over at uh, the uh, the steakhouse. I, I can't recall the steakhouse. I don't know. It's right across from Fox Plaza. It's one of the big, uh, big steakhouses um, in this you just went to, uh, what is it, Smith & Walensky's, right? Oh, like We have Morton's. I know that Ruth Chris is uh, shutting down here locally here. I hope they stay open. Boy, boy, where's my black and blue and my cab, right? Um, uh, the mayor's not going to be able to enjoy any of that kind of stuff uh, because Ruth Chris is going to be out. Uh, it, I don't know if you guys know, they actually have crown signage over one park and two parks there in Uptown. Yeah, they do. It, it's pretty. Right over uh, Better Call Saul's uh, up, upscale uh Lawyer space uh, up there at one park in two. My my parent, my dad built that building, by the way, Dad. Oh. Yeah, I remember taking him lunch back in like uh, 85, 86 at that time. But um, I went to Fox News. I went to go uh, visit. Uh, remember John Gibson? I told you about oh, John Gibson. We spoke John, to him one, oh, one John after. Gibson. Jo- Johnny, if you're listening, call in from. He will, actually. I think he's uh, the great Texas, John Gibson. Right? Yeah, not only that, he was one of uh, Russia's buddies. But if you're, I, I think that he wants to move here to New Mexico from Texas. His wife is from uh, from from New Mexico. So if you have right, a, I remember. Yep, yep. Yeah, John Gibson, uh, light up the board at five fifty, fifty five hundred, and uh, uh, five oh five. Now I think uh, we're doing five oh five, right? Five oh five, baby. And you got to do that prefix before you hit the, you know, the uh, the, the big numbers five fifty, fifty five hundred, the five line. Um, but I went to Fox News, had lunch with uh, Brian Kilmeade, as well as his producer and the salesperson for Fox News. Took them over there. We spent some, we spent a little chunk of cash and had a good time. I bought them lunch over there. Brian really appreciated. It. He had to sort of hide his wine glass, right, so he didn't look flushed and all that stuff. I'm like, Brian, chill. Let's just have fun. You know, we love you. It's a great show, all that kind of stuff. And I told him. On the table, I leaned across the table. I think it was uh, October the 24th. Del Frisco, thank you. You guys are awesome. Look, somebody who wasn't even there, I was actually at Del Frisco. See, someone looked it up on the map. It was Del Frisco's. Great place. You know what they do at Del Frisco's? They drown the, uh, I think it's the, it, it's, uh, it's this uh, pineapple-infused vodka. I think they also do that at the Capitol Grill. Have you ever had that? Oh. oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Slice up a pineapple, right? The pineapple. Just stick that thing, slice it five ways, right? Crossways, downways, drop the chunks, the spears, directly into the vodka. Let it simmer sit for about uh seven to ten days. And boy, jubilation coming right out, right out of the bowl there. And uh yeah, they have the pineapple infused vodka over there. And I, I leaned across the table. I told Brian uh, Kilmeade at that time, who was not so sure that Donald Trump was going to win. And I know that he wasn't on his side. He comes sort of, uh, you know, Long Island, you know, he's uh, Kilmeade uh, is is all about, you know, his he's from Massapequa. 
Oh. Just like the guy from uh, on Born on the Fourth of July. What's his, what, what's uh, Tom Cruise's character? Uh, Ron Kovic. Ron Kovic, right? He's he's running around in that crazy mustache. He's from Massapequa, just like um, uh, Brian Kilmeade. I told Brian, I said, Donald Trump is going to win. Donald John Trump is going to win the presidency of the United States. And I believe when I got back, I had a uh, good opportunity to visit with some friends of mine who were part of a nonprofit think tank. And they came <laughs> in guns blazing, Gary Johnson, you know. <laughs> I don't quite remember it that way. <laughs> uh, guns out and up. And they, they, Paul, one Paul Guessing told me, you might remember this doubt. You might remember this. Paul Guessing stated emphatically, he stated, Donald Trump is not going to win. We had a bet on it. I never got the return on that. I've never received a single dollar from from uh, Paul Guessing. Uh, <laughs> it's on, all about yeah. money with that one, yeah. Well, um, and, and guess what? Who was right? I was right. And the night before, there was sort of this downtrodden. People were feeling bad. The Billy Bush tapes were out. There's no way you can do it. I was talking to other Republicans. There's no way you can get out. And... Three days from now, on December, or excuse me, October the 30th, 2016, does anybody know where Donald John Trump was at? He was at the airport hangar. He was at the airport hangar at the Albuquerque International Sunport, and he flew in on his black plane, <laughs> came in, landed, Melania looking amazing, the most beautiful first lady of all time, and Donald J. Trump brought in, and, and KOB. Channel 4 was poo-pooing. Oh, there's maybe 3,000. Like, there's like 8,000, 9,000 people in that airport hangar. It was insane. It was packed right to the rafters. We were there, carried all the coverage. And I said to every single person, still have that recording. And people might remember, I did that whole uh, nine-hour, 10-hour uh, marathon run until 2 in the morning. What We, we kicked it off at 4 p.m. and went to 2 in the morning. So 10-hour run. On the radio, me and Langston, you know, we just had the time of our lives. I have the pictures of that night. And I said to every single person that Donald John Trump was going to win president of the United States. And bingo. I was the only person in the media that stated it was going to happen. And, of course, it happened. Yeah, in the New Mexico media, I would say certainly, Eddie. Um, I, re I recall that, that, that conversation. And I remember saying I don't think Donald Trump's going to win. But I also remember saying... Her support is very soft, and if she wins, it's going to be a very narrow electoral college victory for her. Now, the cynic in me would also say, and my Republican friends are not going to like this, but the Republican Party at the presidential level has lost seven out of the last elections in terms of the popular vote. The Republican Party is in, is in trouble nationally in terms of having broad support, just like it is in, in New Mexico, where the Republican Party is only a regional party. It does, it's out in the rural areas. It has no role to play in, in the urban areas where most of the people live. Right. Um, and, and I do think, I did come around on Trump. I actually endorsed him in, in 2020. Um, there's that ineffable quality where people connect with a candidate. And when you nominate a woman like that who is just so thoroughly unlikable, and you nominate a guy who should not be able to connect with people because he comes from wealth, 
But he was able to connect with a lot of people of various socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, it's, uh, it was quite a night. I was in Connecticut at the time. My brother-in-law had just gotten off a plane from Scotland with my, my sister, his wife. And do you know what happened a couple months before the Trump victory? Over there, they had Brexit. And he said to me, the first thing he said to me when I shook his hand, because I probably hadn't seen him in many months, he said, Trump's going to win. People are ticked off. It's going to be just like Brexit. And mark my words, Trump's going to win. So even a Scotsman knew Trump was going to win that election. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was uh, really that way. Okay, so here we are. We're setting things up. We're a week away from the election. My ads have started to play on Channel 4, 7, and 13. We put out the information. I have not asked anybody for a dollar, okay? We have not asked people to donate. Yet we've raised, I believe, somewhere between $130,000, $140,000. We've spent our money smartly wisely we put out high impact information for people to go ahead and uh, and, and take to the bank uh what we 52 days in, in into this election please visit fightfor505.com i really want you to pray about it help keep us in our commercials on the air on friday saturday sunday and monday we need to raise a significant amount of money okay and by that i mean the significant is about forty thousand dollars if you can help us raise that and I'll put all that information transparently so you can see how much these very lucrative TV people uh, charge for this money. We can keep our commercials, commerce, crime, okay? The uh, one about Manny and Tim uh, that is, is up there, which is uh, very, very important. So commerce, crime, let me play all of our commercials. So we want you to get uh, out there and support all of us. Uh, let, me, let me do the, the big one. The big commercial that we did, um, Dowd, I don't need you probably going forward at this point. I'd like for you to step away if you don't mind. Thank you, sir. Uh, just because uh, you're not part of the campaign and yep. just wanted him to hear all of that stuff. So we're going to go ahead and uh, take away from uh, Dowd uh, on that. So we don't want to get him conflicted in what he does. Remember, support Dowd directly at uh, www.rockoftalk.chat. That's rockoftalk.chat. Here are all of our commercials. We'll play them top to bottom. And I want you to listen and listen closely, not to mention our unmasking the COVID with the facts. We're going to play that uh, as well. Here's our original commercial. It's called A Better City. Eddie Aragon for Albuquerque for mayor. Uh, you can find uh, this commercial and share it with people. Fight4505.com. That's fight4505.com. Who wants to take back this city? Who wants to fight for the 505? We have been left without hope for too long. The last 10 years, your neighbors and friends are out there bragging, wow, Albuquerque sucks, I'm going to leave. No, 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 this is our home. Guess what? I don't talk about that. When I'm traveling, when I'm on a plane, a train, wherever I'm meeting people, they're from someplace else. I cannot wait to talk about the city that I love, the place where I'm from, and an entire culture and history and food. I cannot stop bragging about the places where I want to tell people to go and what to do. We're proud of our state. We're proud of our city. We're not going to let it get put down anymore by people who want to run their agendas. I realize that the mayor's office can be a dead-end political job. But that's perfect for me because I have no political ambitions. I just want to live in a better city. We can't shudder and cower and wait for COVID to shut us down. Or, oh, it's too dangerous outside. I'm not going to go outside. The crime is too bad. We don't know what to think of our city and our state anymore. We can change all that. With this campaign, hey, I'm with the Eddie Aragon campaign. I want to tell you about a guy who's 11th generation in Mexico. 
whose parents are here, who loves this place, who came back because he loves it. He talks about five things. He talks about city. He talks about crime. He talks about COVID. If you can shut down in your house, he talks about commerce. He talks about business. And most of all, he talks about corruption. And he's going to make the city a better place. Stand behind me. I will get behind you. Let's take this city back. Thank you all for being here. All right, here's commercial number two. We got to focus on small business. Commerce is everything. That means business. We got to focus on small business. Harvard Business Review put us at 52% of our businesses in the state of New Mexico shut down or picked up and moved someplace else. We've got to turn that around from failure to first. It's not hard. It's just paying attention and caring enough. I'm the candidate who cares enough. I was so proud to grow up with my parents. My dad was an iron worker. Came from a union background. My mom, she was part of the food workers group. We were burning the candle at both ends, scraping whatever we could to make things happen. They keep dogging us because we're 50th or 49th or 48th or highest in unemployment. I don't care. They can embarrass me all they want. I just don't want our state to be embarrassed anymore. I want our city to uplift each other. These business owners say they wouldn't be where they are now without help from the community. Commerce is everything. Commerce is the lifeblood of the city. Stand behind me. I will get behind you. Let's take this city back. Thank you all for being here. All right, here's number three, crime. Worst places to live. This has been considered one of the worst places to live. You know how embarrassing that is? Do you ever get up and just think you hear sirens because you've heard so many sirens? Crime! Oh my gosh, there's so much crime. It's, the sirens are just going off of my head. It's not getting better. And anybody that says it is, not telling you the truth. This has been considered one of the worst places to live. You know how embarrassing that is? We've got to turn that around from failure to first. Organized crime is a big deal. I want you to understand that I want them to know that we are coming after them. That's the way we go after criminals for you so that you guys can stay home at night and sleep good and make sure that there's a 911 response to you. I'm going to fight every single day on behalf of each and every one of you because we're so used to getting bullied around. We're not going to let it happen anymore. All right, here's uh, commercial number four. This is corruption. You can watch all these directly at fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. Corrupt, 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 corrupt. We're going after these people. This corruption that has been hitting our states has been entrenched since the late 60s. We are one of the richest states in the entire country. We have something called a permanent fund. We're the third largest in the entire country. And there's about eight people who are standing around it. And they'll kill anybody who tries to get close to it. Sometimes we can't even tell the difference between bad and good guys. You have two mayoral candidates who are sitting there begging for public money to run their candidacies. And we and you aren't going to let them. Because we're going to go after them. We're going to expose them for who they have been and why our city is not improving. Corrupt, 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 corrupt. We're going after these people. I want our city to uplift each other, our families, our children, our schools, our churches. So that's our first C, and it's the most important one to me, which is corruption. 
All right. And finally, the final one, Manny and Tim, I want you guys all to take a listen uh, to this one. This is a good one. King Gonzalez staffers forged signatures of voters to secure more campaign funding from taxpayers. I'm here to change the tide because your two elected leaders, one for sheriff and the other one for mayor, haven't been doing their damn job. Both campaigns are slinging serious accusations of fraud at each other. And I'm just like every single one of you out there who's mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. Morale is gone in the Albuquerque Police Department. They don't trust their leaders. They don't trust the city. And they're tired of being managed by politics. The city's ethics board slapped Bernalillo County Sheriff Manuel Gonzalez with a $2,000 fine after he admitted as many as 16 signatures were forged. We've been going the wrong way for the last five, six years. We're going to expose Tim Keller. We're going to expose Sheriff Manning Gonzalez. We're going to expose them for who they have been and why our city is not improving. This has been considered one of the worst places to live. We can change all that with this campaign. Wow. All right. So if you want to support us, fightfor505.com. Here on this uh, Tuesday, October the 26th, one week away, 168 hours from shutting down the polls. And uh, we've got to go ahead and get your support and get behind us so we can change the city of Albuquerque. I want you to live here. We want to live here. You want to live here. We all want to be in this place. We don't want to be driven our, uh, from our homes after 315 years. This is exactly what is going to happen. There are better places currently right now to live. Let's make Albuquerque as good as it possibly can be to keep the people here for the place that we love and the people, most importantly, that we love. 550-50-500. That's 550-50-500. Let me share some information uh, that is uh, coming into the Kiva. I have more than 835 text messages uh, that I haven't uh, read. Okay, for now, the pedo uh, documentary looks boss. Looking into uh, the ex-BBC boss, Richard Denton. Let's see what we get. Uh, the woman who was shot potentially was working. Uh, the, one, the woman who was shot uh, by Alec Baldwin was potentially working on a pedo documentary. So we'll verify that and we'll actually see whether or not that is true. Hillary Clinton's birthday. I was wondering why the flags were at half staff today. Very funny. Uh, good stuff. Let's see. Bob checks in. Eddie, good job. I spoke with a government guy last week who hadn't heard of you other than radio. 55% of the market has not heard from me. You want to get some information out? You want to save this city? Tell everybody about me. Tell everybody about the fight for 505. This is a movement. This is a cause. This is something that we have to do to go ahead and flip Albuquerque 180 degrees. He lives out here, can't vote for you, but has employees who live in the city. I gave him your number hoping, or I gave him the website hoping to get him familiar. Thanks for the update. I just saw your corruption commercial. That is absolutely great. You can see our commercials playing 24-7 on Fox News. They are now on 4-7-13 uh, as well. Um, let's see. Nothing there. Thanks, Scott. Uh, somebody check in. Eddie, Bob Clark was sweeping 10 homicides under the carpet this morning by saying that there was only 90, not 101, which is what you are reporting. We've tracked every single one. Eddie, I think Mayor Keller's reference to bringing toilet paper to the city was a Freudian slip. Yeah, boy, he really thinks you're stupid. Keller doesn't want everyone to know that the achievements are built on a tissue. Ah, I see what you did there, Mark. A tissue of lies. Uh, Eddie. Wow, this is too long for me to get to. I can't read that. Um, Eddie, I'm sure you have seen this. Already has a homeless problem. Oh, yeah. Putting uh, me and Tim Keller in the same. Like Manny Gonzalez has no idea what he's doing on anything. Dow's doing a great job. 
ACLU, American Criminals and Lawyers Union. Uh, I like that. Hello, Mr. Aragon. This is uh, so-and-so from Bernalillo County who lives outside Albuquerque, but who supports and agrees with you and your five C's mayoral campaign. I'd like to invite you and your family to this traditional Latin mass. Okay, great. I've been to a couple already. Good people over the St. Pius X Society. This one is located in Martinez Town. Meet and greet families following mass over coffee and donuts. All right, I'll try to be there. I appreciate that. Um, I'm booked up, folks. I got to tell you, it's, it's a lot, lots, lot of stuff going on. Uh, Thursday night I'll be at St. Pius the Tenth, New Sunda Stadium, doing the punt, pass, and kick with uh, or against the mayor. Tim is promising more responders so they can arrive too late or never. Hmm. Uh, Eddie, I just don't understand how people can support a second term of a failed first term mayor. Is it just apathy, or are people really this stupid? Wake up, Albuquerque, or it's too late. Eddie has my family's and everybody in my neighborhood's vote. That is uh, from Tim. Tim A. Uh, your competitors ask for equal time on your show? I don't think so. They they know the hellstorm that will ensue from the text and the call-ins. Uh, yes, certainly that. Uh, I would agree. Michael, good text. Eddie Aragon for mayor. Awesome. I owned a house near the murder site on gold between 10th and 11th from 96 to 2006. I used to walk everywhere as a young, attractive woman and never felt threatened. We're not safe walking in Albuquerque under the Keller administration. My beloved hometown is no longer a happy or safe place to live, not even in jail. Rest in peace, you 101 murder victims. Wow. Uh, Eddie, my eight-year-old plus-year-old uh, friend, was carjacked at the Costco in Coors on Saturday. He was punched, dragged out of his car. Thankfully, there were bystanders who did not get their phones out to record it, but they actually intervened instead of recording it. Police got the couple who attempted the carjacking. By the way, I voted Eddie Aragon today. Wow, that is uh, good stuff. Wow, really, really good. Uh, Eddie, the fact that 101 homicide victims happened not far from the news station is a telltale sign that Keller is taking us into the wrong direction, right? God is always speaking to us. You've got to pray about things. What is God saying to you? What is he telling you to do? Eddie, when the Democrats and the mayor let minor infractions go like shoplifting, driving violations, marijuana laws, and not prosecuting for all crime, people are going to commit more heinous uh, attacks without reprisal. Thank you. That's a good one. I, lo- I like that one a lot. Thanks, Carl. Considering that Ron DeSantis is offering jobs to blue state police officers getting fired for vaccine refusals, you think that could actually be a viable policy for the future Albuquerque city manager? Hmm. Um, Eddie, where's the murder count since the media is reporting it? 101. My son is in Tennessee today looking for a job there. My only child is leaving town because of the crimes. Hmm. That's the worst. There you go. We got uh, one, a couple more. Eddie. Oh, wow. Whoa. Okay. How much? How? Cuanto cuesta? How much? Who knew? Uh, stay tuned. All right. Uh, there we go. We're going to end it there. We're going to go ahead and play. Let's see. We're going to go directly into a couple of debates and then maybe play the town hall. What do you, what do you guys want to do? I'll let you guys give me a couple of minutes in terms of what you want to do. Uh, we're going to play uh, Bill O'Reilly. That'll be up next. We appreciate everybody uh, tuning in into the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. First five texts tell us what we get to play for the next uh, three hours. Last night, we, of course, uh, played all of the debates. You guys heard them all. Uh, let's see. Okay. Ooh. We wanna, do we want to see this? Hmm. 
I think we do want to see this. You guys definitely want to hear this. In the... <laughs> All right, stay tuned, folks. I'm gonna let me let me copy and paste something down. I have not l- listened to this or anything like that yet. Let's do this first, and then I'll bring it back um, if I can get to this uh, compilation that you guys will all hear. Pretty incredible. So uh, take a listen. commercial is called Manny Roast. So why don't we go ahead and uh, take a listen really quick. <laughs> it's about a minute long. Uh, here we go. And tonight with Mr. Gonzalez. During COVID-19, we had sex offenders that were flying into Albuquerque and having sex with underage girls. And nobody should be able to walk around downtown without any clothes on. Mr. Gonzalez, we asked a question about how you're going to help businesses. Mr. Gonzalez, you, you may please, answer the question. Can you please repeat the question? Yes. Please explain, after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. That was the doing of my political consultant. Uh, you just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant, and you just admitted that your MFC is working directly with your own campaign, and you have now just admitted fraud, Sheriff Gonzalez. Wow. Wow. Holy. We began tonight Let's with Mr. Again. Gonzalez. So During COVID-19, we had sex offenders that were flying into Albuquerque and having sex with underage girls. And nobody should be able to walk around downtown without any clothes on. Mr. Gonzalez, we asked the question about how you're going to help businesses. Mr. Gonzalez, you you may answer the question. Can you please repeat the question? Yes. Please explain, after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. That was the doing of my political consultant. Uh, You just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant, and you just admitted that your MFC is working directly with your own campaign, and you have now just admitted fraud, Sheriff Gonzalez. See you bright and early tomorrow afternoon on a hump day, 4 p.m., right here in the Kiva. AM 600 Kiva, ABQ.FM, Rock of Talk, 
Facebook.com. Stay tuned. Lots of good programming up next. I'm going to skip the uh, town hall. We'll go straight into Ben Shapiro. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. A debate with candidates running for the position of Albuquerque's mayor on the debate.